this week on the BAMFcast. If we die tonight, I want you to know you've got the biggest podcast I've ever seen on the internet. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome hey, to the BAMFcast. Hey, hey, yeah. Episode 133. Here it comes. Here it is. <laughs> it's here. <laughs> Oh, we are punchy already. Yeah. Woo. I like it. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Beach. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the BAMFcast is, uh-huh. we go ahead and uh, we go into the past of the bad movies, and we watch one, and then we come near and we talk about it for about 30, 45 minutes, and then it gets a rating, a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie, gets one to five jocks, as in robot jocks, Woo. and a bad bad movie, as in stay away, gets one to five bags, and a negative sliding scale, as in douchebags, after Twilight. Ooh. Boo. <laughs> I don't think we'll see any of those this week. Highly doubtful. Because we did uh, 1991's Showdown in Little Tokyo. Starring Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee. Yes. Yes. Dia Carrera. And Shang Tsung or whoever that was. (laughs) (laughs) Shang Tsung. That's all we need. Right. All that needs to be said. A lot of Bamfcast alums. Yeah. You got Mark Lester directing. Yeah. Class of 1984. And, of course, Commando, which we haven't done as an episode because... Commando fucking rules. It's too kinda, good. It, it kind of does. Yeah, too good. So, but uh, there's also Tia Carrera was in um, uh, Crawl, Call the Conqueror. Oh, uh, Call, yeah, on a Crawl. Not Crawl. God crawl. damn it, Call was, the Conqueror. Yes, Crawl the Conqueror. And Dolph in everything. Everything. God. Every great movie. We ever. love Dolph. Two five five jocks movies already. Yeah, unanimous. All right. Well, I'm not going to so much do a plot summary as I'm actually going to read the tagline for this movie because it's that good. Okay. okay. One's a warrior. One's a wise guy. There are two L.A. cops going after a gang of drug lords. Feet first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Accurate. It works. Yeah, I like it. They beat the crap out of bad guys. With mm-hmm. their feet. And their guns. And their fists. And, and their bombs. And, <laughs> and their tanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hop beat the table them. and I'm going to punch you in the throat, Chuck. Hey, they beat them in the head. <laughs> In the head. In the head. I don't even have to hop the table to punch you in the throat. I can reach you from here. Uh, uh, jokes. I've got long reach. Like Dolph. <laughs> right. In Showdown in Little Tokyo. Tokyo. Many- right. The movie. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We forgot about that part, didn't we? Where does this movie start? Where should we start with it? I mean, the, the, the credit uh, sequence is weird because all you're doing is seeing like very close-up shots of some dude's tattooed body. Yeah. Yakuza tattoos. Yeah. With some of the credits sort of projected onto him like a Bond movie. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> and then it kind of cuts away from that, and does it go straight into Dolph beating up? How does it even start? You like... Uh, I mean, it starts in <laughs> Little Tokyo. It's like, yeah. you know, credits, credits on the screen. It's Little Tokyo in L.A. Right. And I'm trying to remember what, exactly how it dumps you in because uh, it's so long ago I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the whole 78 so minutes ago because this is a brisk movie. Yeah, it's actually edited down. Yeah, apparently. Oh, oh okay. It starts Warner with it starts with his uh, McBain what? sequence. That's where yeah, it starts. Where he sneaks into the fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's, <laughs> there's a fight club going on. Yeah, and so he drops down out of the skylight, like right in the middle of the ring that these two guys were fighting. At he swings fighting. down, swings on down. rope yeah. in the middle and of the fight, kicks one of the guys out of the ring. <laughs> mm-hmm. Basically says, like, you know, I've warned you about this. This is illegal. You're all under arrest. And, and that, granted, he's one guy in the middle of an arena with right. 50, 60, 80 dudes all around. A couple yeah. hundred. Well, yeah. Asian dudes. Uh-huh. So they know kicking and stuff. Sure. They, yes, they all do, Chuck. Yep. They all do. All of them. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it is one of those types of movies. It is, where yeah. You it, see an everybody Asian dude, knows no martial kicking. arts. Yeah. Sure. So, and the and the, of course the head guy in there is like, yeah, right. And uh, this, uh, the best thing about that is like one other guy pops up and he's like, I got five thousand on the new guy. <laughs> right. and, and Dolph just looks at him and goes, "Good bet." Right. <laughs> and then basically it's a Donnie Brook. Uh, yeah. Where the, the the two fighting guys try to attack Dolph, and Dolph sort of uses them to kick the other dudes. He like uses one dude's foot to kick the other dude out of the ring, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then beats up the other guy, and then it's just sort of man. Yeah, and then guns come out, and yeah. it's running and screaming. And oh, it's just wild yeah. spraying of bullets. Well, everyone just starts <laughs> shooting everyone else, <laughs> right? Like I guess they just all all they cared about is getting at Dolph. Yeah, of well, because I mean, gets Dolph. the first place he goes into, I don't think is is Yakuza because like the other guys are coming in, like yeah. the, the guys that we've now see the rest of the movie are the Yakuza in the, in the movie, and they come in, and I think they were coming in to start up trouble, and like he's... They're coming in, I think they're taking over. Yeah, yeah. and then, like, mm-hmm. he kind of starts this, and they're like, well, fuck, shit, good, let's distraction, let's shoot everybody. Shit yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah, because, and then, like, do we briefly see Tia Carrera there? Not no, there. Not no, there. we don't see her till later. Yeah, because yeah. then the next scene is he goes to some place, like a restaurant that he hangs out at. Yeah. And she's then the breakfast. same... Yeah, and then he's just sitting there in the the shop owner is like hitting on him in a weird way. Yeah, in a weird sort of creepy way. It's basically just showing that he speaks fluent Japanese. And then the... Yeah, which they don't subtitle. So you're just left going... Yeah, this movie's kind of weird. Like, like it's sometimes it's subtitled. I guess if it's plot-centric. If not, if you just pick it up from context clues, they don't care. Yeah, but then the same thugs, the same Yakuza thugs come in and start pulling this, the standard mafia routine, like, hey, pay us for protection, right. blah, blah, blah. Else we'll fuck up your shop. Yeah, and of course, he, Dolph stands up and is like, won't have any of that. Oh. He walks over with his, like, cup of tea or whatever, and he's just like... Well, if he tells, like, two or three guys without even moving the tea. Yeah, like, I know. He's, he's just, just, just holding it in one hand, yeah. just sort of slapping yeah, you another dudes around. you almost get the feeling around. he's trying not to trash the place. Yeah. Like, he's trying to just get them taken care of yeah, and well, on the floor well he's like he you know i haven't had my breakfast yet and yeah. i'm grumpy until i get my breakfast well, so. it starts off one guy's just got a little butterfly knife you know like yeah little tiny knife and then mm-hmm. he snatches it out of his yeah. like yeah. snatch it out of his hand and like yeah it's right. like fuck you he couldn't be bothered really to give a shit about fighting these dudes and but about this time that's when brandon lee comes walking around the corner mm-hmm Hey. And yeah, <laughs> that's about the time where yeah. Dolph defenestrates a guy. Sure, kicks him directly the in window. front of him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because things have obviously escalated. Guns were pulled, and yes. people got a little more. There was some excitable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he he chucks one guy over the bar, smashes another one in the face, mm-hmm. and then chucks that one dude out the window. Yeah, I mean, yeah. basically, to when which... they're done, th- that lady should have paid the protection money because her place is ruined. <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter. <laughs> no. Right. But yeah, Brandon Lee's outside when the dude goes flying out, and he's like, "Whoa, something's going yeah. on in there." No, all the all the yakuza guys are, are dressed up in ridiculous suits, but they're still dressed up. And Dolph's wearing a leather jacket and just kind of looks like a thug. Jeans, yeah. yeah. So Brandon Lee immediately assumes, you know, he sees him with a knife or whatever in his hand. He's like, "This is the guy causing trouble." And right. So they start fighting, and the other guys run away, and then they both pull their badges at yeah. the same time. Like, yeah. Oh, well, the guys oh. run outside and then just start machine gunning yeah. the place. Yeah. They'll pull out their destroying it Uzis even further. And, right. I mean, this restaurant is never opening again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, if the front window being gone wasn't a sign. Yeah, no. It's they destroyed everything. It was their only sign. Yeah. Okay. It was the front window. Aww. <laughs> I saw that sign. <laughs> yeah. Well, so they both flash the badges at each other and Dolph's just like, "Go uh, ahead, say it." Uh, yeah. I'm your new partner. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> mhm. And then the then the Japanese lady, like, she comes out. She's just kind of like, at first it seemed like she's laughing, and then I realized that she was not laughing. She no. was crying. And yeah. Dolph had crushed her hopes and dreams worse than the Kuza ever could have. She has to go back. <laughs> her American dream has ended. And then they just get up and leave. 
Well, yeah, like, all right, time to go to the station, I guess. Yeah, well, they have they one take guy. That, they take that unconscious dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you want to read him his rights? Yeah, Brandon <laughs> Lee's reading him his rights, and Thal's like, you can do that. He's, He's out, unconscious. Yeah. yeah, so they go back to the to the precinct and are kind of trying to interrogate the guy. And Yeah, and this begins Dolph's obsession with ripping people's shirts off. Yeah. Well, he's pretty sure what he has, that he has, you know, the Yakuza tattoos right. and everything. But mm-hmm. it just, it's a running yeah. theme throughout this movie. Dolphin just reaches, reaches over and rips some well, guy's shirt because off. The, the basic plot of the movie is, is he's looking for this one specific I know, tattoo. But still. Because it does the, I know. <laughs> okay, I'm just explaining for people at sure. home. Um, that basically, he has this flashback when he was a little kid that this guy murdered his parents in front of him mm-hmm. and slapped him around and left him there. Yeah. <laughs> You know, come back and get revenge one day, I guess. That's the way it works. Yeah. But it's always looking for this guy with this one specific tattoo. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, he's the head guy that's now And honestly, in with all the Yakuza tattoos they have, I'm like, they all look the same to me. Yeah. Nice. But. <laughs> <laughs> what are you implying, I think they Chuck? are all the same. No, no, they were, they no, were slightly different. different. One, the one he was looking for had the one specific claw a certain way. Because that was, they said they were something, something, the claw. Iron claw. Iron claw. Sure. I don't different. think he was looking for a specific one. I think he was just looking to see if they if it was that same yeah. clan tattoo. Well, either way, okay. yeah, he has the flashback after he rips the guy's shirt right. open. Yeah. And the guy won't say anything. and Yeah, so they, because he goes a little bit crazy, grabs the guy. He's like, you will tell me what you want and you know, what I want to know. And then, like, so... Brandon Lee is like, dude, back off. So they go in the other room, and then the guy's like, just decides to break his own neck. It's, you know, Yakuza cyanide caplet. Right. Much <laughs> worse. <laughs> Much worse than just yeah. pulling a cyanide well, yeah, well, he, he, out like, of your teeth. He does all these flexing moves, and st- and then the, uh, and <laughs> Brandon Lee's just like, the fuck's that guy doing? Dolph's, Dolph's like, like, oh, no. oh shit. Because <laughs> just the guy. Yeah. And Dolph Lundgren knows all of the minutia of every of any Japanese culture. He grew sure. up in Japan. Yes, they explain it because he grew up there. Mm-hmm. Brandon, Lee, Brandon Lee, on the other grew hand, up grew in... up in Malibu or yeah. Venice or something. Yep. So God, he doesn't know he shit. Is... I mean, he really doesn't know anything. And he comes off as so just smarmy and kind of douchey he's kind through of the a beginning. Jerk face. <laughs> I mean, he he's just flippant about everything yeah. and he's always just doing like kind of a... weird takes to the camera and just Yeah, like the I, I said that about 30 minutes and I'm yeah. like, all he's done is mug at the camera. Right. And he keeps doing it. I mean, yeah. there's specific shots where it's just like, okay, now Brandon Lee, look at the camera. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he has personality. That's the good sure. thing about it. But it's also like, dude, you don't have to make a face every time Dolph says something. Unless Mark Lester's on the side that's going more face, more jokes, make more face. <laughs> I got a slight vibe of the, Brian Benvin aspect from yes, I Come in Peace. very but, much so. But not quite as funny. Like Not he, quite as funny, but he was obviously more capable of sure. beating people down. Oh, sure. Because, yeah. you know, Brandon Lee knew his martial arts as well. Yeah. So. It was just weird to cast him as the wacky guy, because obviously, you know, he can kick ass and stuff, but... And he did well, plenty of what they I mean, wanted, though. Yeah, he did a fair amount of ass kicking. Yeah, I know. It just seemed weird. Also, you know, they should have had like a third guy, like some street informer <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh no, no, Joe no, Pesci. no, no! <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> no, no, no! Sure, we've done the wacky guy. It was in Punisher. Remember the wacky, stupid guy that we hated? Oh, the Shakespeare guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, Never mind. Yeah. Forget that idea. <laughs> no one go back in time and, and fix this movie. <laughs> no. So. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, so he has he has these flashbacks, and then it cuts to the guy's party. Yeah, well, they they there's the part where they smash the owner of the club in mm-hmm. in a car compactor, right? 
Because he's in there. They've and taken over his club. Yeah, they take over his club, and I guess... The Red Dragon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why he didn't want to give it up rather than die, but uh, yeah, they, they probably him. didn't give him all the details. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. give me your club. No. no all right. No. Okay. <laughs> go right, no, we're going to kill you. All right. Well, let's go for a drive. Oh, no. Wait. But yeah, no, so he no, crushed no, no, him, no. And, that, and then they go to the party where that's where we meet Tia Carrere, who's mm-hmm. just kind of like the only chick who's not topless at the party. Yeah. Every much, other chick is just like. Every other chick there oh, is totally Angel topless. isn't topless, but she's a meth head. She yeah. will get topless and then headless. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently she was the girlfriend of the old owner. Yeah. And then the guy is basically like. Okay, so what are you going to do for me now? And she tries to put on like the yeah, I'll I'll do stuff, and yeah, it becomes this weird, awkward, I don't know, creepy sex scene thing. Because yeah, like she he's got a dozen dudes standing around in the room, Mm -hmm. and she's like, I don't care, they can watch. Yeah, and so Yoshida turns on the video camera and like weirdo breaks out a knife (laughs) and like cuts her clothes off, right? Mm -hmm. Which is okay, but first she fires up a big thing of. It looks like crack, but it turns out to be meth. Yeah, yeah. Is, ice, the, ice. is the super meth they're making? Right. That super you know, it, as most drug movies of the late '80s, early '90s, where it's like they've got this stuff that can kill anybody in one hit. Nope. We can't let it hit the streets, <laughs> and it's like they don't want it to hit the streets either. Yeah. If you kill off all your clientele, you don't make any money. Well, apparently, I mean, it looked like they made her smoke a shitload of it because they filled yeah. up the little. Well, they had a whole. Yeah, they had a table full of it, just yeah. scooping out. Like a, and, yeah. Not like a gravy boat, but <laughs> yeah, a giant, I mean, a terrain of <laughs> of meth. They, yeah. were, they were breaking yeah. worse. Yeah. <laughs> People had the scoop were mistaking it for actual ice. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, no, put this in your drink. No, no, don't put it in your drink. <laughs> My Sprite tastes tingly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like, oh, fuck. Suddenly, my nose is really clear. It tastes like the monsters are inside me. <laughs> and I can breathe clearly. <laughs> yeah, so they, so they get her just, you know, he's cut off all her clothes, basically, and he's doing, like, this grind behind her thing, and she's kind of like, all right, yeah. And she's high oh. enough. And then, and, he, like, then, he just, and then he just... He signals the dude behind him, just, like... He, he just, just holds his arm out. Yeah, like, and dude's like, okay, and by the like, way, she's... Right, it's that point. Yeah, she's, like, in, by the way, informing for... Some other dude. Yeah, they had her on tape yeah. doing something. That's why well, she was her. trying to warn Tanaka right. that yeah. they, they were, were coming to get him, mess him up. But yeah, he just he just signals to Guy, and Guy's just like, "Oh, he wants a samurai mm-hmm. sword here," which makes it seem like this has happened before, and this is the most bizarre situation I think any of these people have ever come across. But it's not. Apparently, mm-hmm. it happens all the time. So, <sighs> so he hands him the sword, and t- and Yoshida gets the creepy face, which. Get he used to the creepy, angry face, because yeah. he will do the creepy, angry face pretty much... Scrunchy face. ...at any time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, he's, he, and he's just, like, looking at her, like, just fucking furious. Yeah. And... Then he gets him ahead. Yes. <laughs> no. Swings <laughs> the sword, <laughs> and it's, like, a real quick cut that they do, yeah. and... Yeah. Yeah. Go Beheading. to the next day. And then cut to the emergency crews wheeling out her mm-hmm. head in a bag, mm-hmm. which they unzip for tall flight gear. Look. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's her head, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, that, and that's when the coroner lady is like, yeah, it was totally unnecessary. I ran a quick test because her pupils were still dilated. She was dead on meth. This is super, <laughs> super ice and blah, blah, blah. It'll kill super anybody. Ice. I don't know. That's my name. I'm, my no, name I know. I'm making up a she, new street drug. I know. Super she, ice. she gives that speech where it's just, you know, this, yeah. is, this is the plague. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the black death. Of course. In ice form. 
So, yep. uh, that's when they go to the nightclub. Yeah, I was gonna say they they do a little bit more buddy buddy crap. Mm-hmm. But then Bonding. they go to the, yeah they go to the nightclub and I he's you know the whole time he's giving him the backstory thing like I grew up in Japan blah 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 and yeah. then yeah and he's further pointing out that he knows absolutely nothing about Japanese culture despite being half Japanese mm-hmm. himself. Um, and then they they go God to damn s- those half and they go there because I guess Tanaka had been <laughs> informing them time. somehow, which is probably why the Yakuza guys killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they go to the Bonsai Club. That's what it was. Yes, yes. The Bonsai Club. But they don't know that he's dead. So yeah. and then they talk to the to the doorman, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, we're we're here to meet Mr. Tanaka." And the guy's like, "Nope, got a new owner." Dolph's just like, "That's not good." <laughs> And then they talk to Tia Carrera for like two seconds. Well, they go in and this is well, one they, of those no, places. They beat their way into the back first. They go around to the That's back right. entrance yeah. and he knocks on the door and guy's like, what? And he just punch. punch. <laughs> and then Brandon Lee kicks a couple guys' asses. And yeah, three more dudes come out. It's like, hey. And then- yeah, and he does get the the eyebrow raise mm-hmm. yeah. nod of approval from Dolph. Yeah. yeah. And this is That's their, how we know they're bonding. They're bonding. They're becoming best buddies. But then this is also the crazy Japanese pleasure club because anything right. you want to do is there. They've yeah. got... They've got two women uh, topless sumo wrestling in one corner. Right. And they're yeah. wearing the oh, kabuki right. makeup. Yeah. White kabuki yes, makeup. Yes. And, and then they have the, the sushi naked tables, tables, the naked sushi tables yeah. all around. Yeah. There's a name for that. I can't remember. Sure. It's a thing. Tokyo Steamer. All I know is it's... <laughs> <laughs> Look it up on Urban Dictionary. I'm sure it will yeah. tell you. Yeah. yeah. And then Tia Carrera is, is the She's singing singer. Slow Hand by Conway Twitty. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that's... That's what the Japanese love to hear, man. Mm-hmm. American country music. Like was a, that like in her contract early on that she had to sing? Probably. Like a Japanese she cowboy? She has weird contracts, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but Dolph knows the chick's dead, knows Angel is dead. So, of course, he asks her. He's like, hey, we're looking for Angel. Have you seen her around? And, no, not since the party. Yep. Okay. And then I forget what happens, but it's like dudes, well, fight yeah, dudes break. just show yeah. up. Yeah, they show up like, and they're oh, like, hey, hey, it's Dolph. <laughs> you. Because there's a lot of, as Chuck put it, James Bonding in yeah. this movie where it's like, now, here's oh, we've henchmen. got you now. Let's all fight and try to kill you. But then when you win, somebody pulls a gun and then we'll take you to our leader. Right. And he can speechify at you. Yeah. So. Because, yeah, they do. I mean, like, there's, at this point, he's there. Yeah. And he comes out and some, I don't even understand how Dolph got a gun. Because, like, they all had guns on him. Well, even before that, I mean, like, they're having this fight that's actually pretty well done. Yeah. And there's, there's like, moments where th- suddenly these two are speaking to each other telepathically because they're all, they're doing setups and, you know, it's like, I'll get down and you jump over me and then I'll kick you this chair and kick that dude in the face. And, mm-hmm. and Brandon Lee's doing the fist pumping like, yeah, <laughs> like, I can't believe I just yeah, did that. Yeah, he's excited and he's getting people's asses. Yeah. And then that's and when all the guns come out and they go in the back. Mm-hmm. I will say I like what they do in that. He's like, yeah, stay down, motherfucker. You know, like (laughs) they say stuff that people in a fight might actually say, you know, and like one guy gives a, oh shit, you know, when like somebody gets tossed on the table in front of him, you know, there's a lot of, I don't know who who said it, but like the tables are non-destructible in this movie. Yeah. 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 Well, it's like Like, someone would get thrown into a table and then like another dude would just jump on top of that table, like, and then start kicking someone else in the face. Yeah. Brandon Lee did that. Jumped up on a table. It's nice that they're all not all particle board like most movies. Sure. It's a nice place. I like the, the, uh, 
Dolph did the one move where he grabbed the uh, the serving tray from the waitress and blocked the guy's punch, <laughs> oh, and then gave yes. it back to her. Thank yeah. you, thank you. <laughs> and then, all the and yeah. then that I think it was that same guy grabbed grabbed the serving tray to block Dolph's punch, and Dolph just crushed right through it, just <laughs> smashed it into his face. Hell yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that that was a good fight. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff like that in this movie. Yeah. I think I think the reason I missed exactly how what transpired for Dolph to get a gun on head Yakuza guy is. I was still kind of on a high from this fight. Yeah. And it, it kind of goes in the back like really, really quick. And all of a sudden he gets the gun. Like, you know, everybody's got a gun on Dolphin, Brandon Lee. Mm-hmm. And then like all of a sudden he's got a gun on the the head Yakuza guy. And well, I, because I, he rips his shirt off. Is that what? He, he leans, he reaches over and just rips that guy's shirt off. And that's when everyone pulls out the guns like, hey, what the fuck? Oh, okay. yeah. Well, he pulled out his gun. Yeah. Okay. And then everybody he, else pulled out. He their was guns. like, "Oh, you're the guy who killed my parents." And then he gets into the whole, "I've got a gun on you, shaky hand." You know, it's yeah. like I, I would. And Brandon Lee's like, "Don't do this, man. It's a jerk move. Don't you know?" Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like pulling out his badge, like to all the guys with guns. He's like, hey, "We're cops. Cop. It would be bad to shoot <laughs> cops." <laughs> and he's like, I "Probably shouldn't have said that." <laughs> now you know we're cops, and that's probably not helping. Yeah, but they just kind of end in a stalemate, don't they? Yeah, they, they just, just kinda, they just well, speechified each other. And, well, they just kind of yeah, walk I out mean, like holding up the badge, like everyone's always coming in here. You can't. Kill yeah, us I mean, all, all it really does is establish that yes, Yoshida is the guy uh-huh. officially yeah. who killed Dolph's parents. Right. Dolph knows it. Yoshida yeah. knows it. And, yeah, and Dolph basically tells him a ton of people saw us come in here. We're two LA cops. You don't want to kill us now, right? So they don't. They'll tie it back to you. Yeah. So like. All right, that big, <laughs> that big giant German-looking guy has a point. Right, he speaks wisdom. Yeah, and then Dolph just kind of like walks out, yeah. and meanwhile Brandon Lee is like still flashing the badge at yeah. people, like doing the <laughs> see, like, see? backing out of the room, going Back like backstage badge, passes. badge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> exactly what he's doing. Yeah, like like Brandon Lee is so weird in this because he goes from like fully capable in a fight to first day on the job. Rookie yeah, first day idiot. on the job, waving the badge like. Well, this means something, right? Yeah. No. But no. He's 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 fun, but he's weird. Yeah. Like, and it and it's weird because the tone kind of shifts with him throughout the movie. Kind of, it feels like we're he's sort of the be- tone's driving force. I mean, it's like the movie's tone is all based on that dude. Mm-hmm. Like Dolph could just be murdering everyone in sight, and it would be a Punisher movie. But because Brandon Lee's there making wacky jokes and stuff, it's mm-hmm. like. Oh, okay. This is weird and wacky. Yeah, but I mean, Dolph really is in the exact same mode as I come in peace. Like he's almost the same character. Mm-hmm. Dolph didn't have a lot of range back then. I don't think he has a lot of range. Period. Oh, he's got range. No, he does. He's got some mm. range now. I mean, it's now a good range grizzled. though. Yeah, because it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ranges from pretty good to awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I yeah. I don't even remember what happens next. Like, I, this is where it gets a little bit muddy. The like, movie just becomes this hodgepodge of of action scenes. It's just basically like. At some point, bad dude goes and kidnaps Tia Carrere, right? And then, yeah, well, they have the meeting where he gets like the L.A. gangs and then oh, like yeah, the redneck yeah. biker guys, and they're all at the brewery, which is like their yeah, because their base. their plan is to replace these beer bottles with the ice and distribute it that way, uh-huh. which it doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. I yeah, mean, it doesn't make any sense. You're going to send out bottles of your product to weird, random places. Uh, I don't, yeah, well, but I, I, I imagine that he has an actual distribution network in mind. Like those, the trucks are going to be the cover to get the ice from one place to another. Maybe, but it I just, it that, just seems weird. Cause he, he, they really gloss over it. He makes this statement like now Americans can enjoy our beer and our drugs while watching their football. And it's like, you're sort of mixing it all together mm-hmm. into one truckload. 
how are you going to make sure that one know. gets to the convenience store and the other gets to the you know the crips? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, he needs those guys apparently. Yeah. So, yeah. but one guy disagrees and he immediately chops his arm off. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like the, bond the biker thing. guy. But then, they, yeah. Uh, but again, another great reaction because the guy's like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" He cut his fucking arm off. Yeah, we're in. We're in. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, crazy no angry problem. Japanese sword wielding dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a plan. Yeah, I like your plan. But he even gets a pretty good line too. He's like, "No, you only have one hand to wipe your ass with." <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> Well, because bikers notoriously the wipe their ass with both hands. Sure. <laughs> I well, they had options I, before. I'm learning so all about good. culture all of yeah, a sudden. Thank sure. you, Chuck. I was not aware of that. Yeah, bikers, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ambidextrous. <Yeah. laughs> this is why you don't shake hands with the outlaws. You <laughs> never know which way they've used. <laughs> good point. Yeah, yeah uh, so he gets all them. They Then just Yoshida decides, hey, Tia Carrera's hot and... I, I like her. her. I like her. He has a little speech about how I don't understand why they all go her. for the white women. Yeah. I will have to be the forbidden yeah, fruit. He, well, yeah, he says the apple at my door is yeah. the tastiest. And then it's just like and then, instant yeah, rape. Yeah. Let me take you <laughs> back yeah. to my place and, this and is rape you. Yeah. Tia Carrera's true acting moment with yeah. God. It, ugh. Just so many terrible, <laughs> terrible things in this scene. Yeah. The ADR on her is atrocious. Yeah. Just, her acting is atrocious. Yeah. He plays the video of him chopping Angel's head off yeah, take for a look her. And yeah, and then you cut to the next morning and Dolphin uh <laughs> Dolphin Brandon Lear just sitting outside like scoping out the place. Yeah, hey, what's going on in there? And it's like, oh, we'll just hang back and then Brandon Lee's yeah. like looking through her she's like, She's uh she's cleaning up. Look like someone left a big knife out. Yeah, and, and immediately Dolph's like, Dolph's like she's about, Oh god, seppuku. she's preparing to commit seppuku. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, dude, I know this. How does Brandon Lee not know this? He doesn't know what a futon is later. I know. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's patently he's, dumb. He, he's, he's not very smart. No. He may be a he's great very cop, sheltered. but he's a dumb ass. Yeah. Well, Malibu, you know, yeah. there's no he's book learning Malibu out there. Barbie. <laughs> but you know, they should have futons <laughs> in Malibu. <laughs> you would think. No. No? No. 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 They can afford beds. Yeah. Just sleeper sofas? At worst. <laughs> Okay. In the slums of Malibu. <laughs> slums of worst. Malibu. Yeah, they got slums there. <laughs> I don't yeah. think they have slums. They might have a slum. Okay, fine. Yeah. They have Those bedrooms. Like the entire room is a bed. Oh, okay. <laughs> just walking, it's a giant bed. Water bed. It's just yeah. giant water bed. It's, it's actually the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have the ocean house. redirected into their house. And that's Welcome to they... the bed cast. <laughs> At least we're, we're not talking about our furnishing. At least we're not talking about our weekend. Not yet. Or baseball. Right. So... So anyway, like, Dolph busts in to save her. Well, yeah, because like a carload of them leaves, and they've got this car that holds like nine dudes. They they've got like three row seating in this clown car of mm-hmm. of Asian yakuza guys. So that car leaves, and Dolph's like, "Follow them." And Brandon's like, well, "There's there's like nine guys in there," and he's just like, "Just go." And oh. Dolph like, you know, what he is that when he brandishes? He's got the shotgun at this point. No, uh, not no, yet. He's he still, still got his his, his uh, desert, got his desert eagle, eagle hand fucking cannon. Okay, or fucking hand cannon. Yeah. And uh, so he just busts in and just this is one of those movies where the good guys never have to hide behind cover that the bad guys will shoot directly at them, mm-hmm. but they only get a couple shots off before they get shot in the head. I mean, there's no it's like when I play a cover based shooter, I just stand out in the open and start gunning down. I don't care if I'm getting shot. Yeah, that's this movie. That's so Dolph. it's just Dolph walking into a room where two guys with machine guns start shooting at him and he just bam and then they die. He does the sweet floor roll. 
Oh, oh he and, got, and he's firing the Desert Eagle while he's doing the sweet floor. That roll. was one yeah. of the most awkward one of those I've ever seen. He rolled though. a bit <laughs> too much. <laughs> like he kept rolling, and it's like, dude, you, you can stop. It, you're done. No, I just mean like as he's rolling, like the gun is pointing everywhere, yeah. but well, anywhere it's rolling near with him. It's just, it's like it's in a dryer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, he gets center mass shot of the guy outside. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. he got lucky once. Sure. <laughs> he shot like 32 rounds doing that roll. Yeah. So yeah. And uh, but he did reload later, which was refreshing to see. Mm-hmm. He reloaded, yeah, after Once. that seventeen shot burst. <laughs> but he gets Tia Carrera out, and they run to another sweet car, and they're hiding behind <laughs> this one car that he, he has then like a Mustang flips over on it, just reaches down, and he gets sick of shooting at the guys because he's had to reload. <laughs> right. So he decides it's easier to pick the damn thing up and flip it on its side. Yeah. And he's which like, all right, sweet. Awesome. Bullet, bullet shield and yeah. starts to drive away and then that car explodes. And well, because he, he shoots around. Yeah, yeah, he turns yeah. around and shoots. <laughs> shoots the gas can. Right. Yeah, the, the sweet car that he got in was a, uh, a 63 Thunderbird. It's pretty sweet. The... Some of the cars in this movie were yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, the bad guy's main car was a 59 Fleetwood mm-hmm. Cadillac, big, giant, huge fucking car, huge car. fins. Yeah. It's awesome. You can fit like 30 guys in there. <laughs> they we did have a good car budget in this one. They yeah. did. Aside from Dolph's car. Yeah, which is just a, uh, just just a standard crown back. piece of shit. Late model sedan. Which he yes. laments <laughs> the loss of later. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, he takes off in that car. Like... Throws Tia Carrera in it, just like, yeah. wait here. <laughs> then he gets in and turns around and drives off, and the other guy's like running after him. Yeah. And so he guns the bottom of the car he's flipped over. Right. Mm-hmm. Boom. Right. Decent explosion. Yeah. Pretty good. Wasn't bad. As it was pretty realistic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't like overkill. No, no, no. no. Car it's like if I shot a car's gas tank. Yeah. That's probably what would happen. Yeah. Next, I'd say I had about a half tank gas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next yeah. scene is the lead guy who I guess who didn't get killed by Dolph there no. apologizing to Yoshida by cutting his own pinky off. Not mm-hmm. good enough. And Yoshida's like, is that it? He's like, what else is do you that want? Not good enough. I want you to stab yourself so, in yeah. the chest. So then he stabs him in the chest. <laughs> and this is one of my favorite movie villain things is like when they're just killing off all of their employees. Right. It's like, you know, because I, I always think about it, I'm like, now you got to train another guy to yeah. do his job. You got to elevate and another guy. And that guy's guy. going to be like, Hey, the last dude got <laughs> cut his finger off and then got stabbed in the heart. Yeah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I think I like my level right now. I like I like being underneath middle management. Middle yeah. management is not good in this company. No. But, but it, Yakuza it, apparently do not believe in middle management because they end up killing most <laughs> right? of them. So he issues the edict to go bring me the blonde guy's head. And then, it, like, for whatever reason, then, then they all go to the spa. <laughs> like none, no. of, none of them go off to get Dolph. No. Those, are like, the, those are all the upper management. Oh, okay. Yeah. All the all the management dudes go to mm-hmm. hang yeah. out in the spa. Yeah. They go to their little yeah. retreat. Yeah, because Dolph like pulls up and Brandon Lee's just hanging out on his car outside this place. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're in there taking a bath. Why'd they all go take a bath together? <laughs> yeah, and he's left Tia Carrera at the house. Yeah. Where he's given her a shotgun, said point it at the bad guys. Right. And she's yeah. or any you see anybody, shoot them. She's like, even you? And he's like, you'll you never, see, you'll me never coming. see me coming. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, which we made a joke. And, uh, yep. Yeah. So did the movie. <laughs> yep. yep. But so, yeah, I mean, so then they go to go after the Yakuza guys yeah. in the bathroom, you know, in the baths. Yeah. And like Dolph does this constantly where it's like, I'm going to go into a room full of like 30 guys <laughs> who want to kill me and then be like, I'm arresting you. We're walking out of here. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, no. Yeah. And the Yakuza guys are like, you sure about that? Yeah. Like, really? Are you 
positive. It's all sort of like, uh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I I'm going to handcuff you and take you in. And <laughs> Put your hands up. And meanwhile, Brandon Lee's like, people keep getting out of the water and walking towards Brandon Lee. He's like, just holding a gun on anyone like, who moves. He's pointing yeah. in different directions. Because they're all like tr- slinking up on him. And, and one dude has gone under the water. Yeah. The biggest guy in <laughs> yeah. the room has yeah. snuck underwater. And then. And Yoshida punches him. Shang Tsung's and headbutts him. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then it's it's on. Yeah. And then it's another Donnie Brook of crazy action. Yeah, it's a decent fight. I mean, the guns get kicked away really quickly, so guys have time to duke it out. And well, Dolph this, ends up fighting this gigantic sumo wrestler type for guy. a while. Yeah. I mean, like that's the only dude that Dolph really has to fight because that dude like frog splashes him at one point, yeah. and, <laughs> and you know, it, it pulls out a knife. Yeah, and he's just punching him in the side, and the dude's side is all red, which was actually nice to see that they actually mm. you know showed some just force hitting um, all that fat. It looked like he was actually hitting him pretty hard. Yeah, and then they get in the water, and... Uh, Duke gets stabbed, and still leaps up out of the water after him. And they point. do this cool point-of-view camera shot, where it's like the camera just is rushing out of the water up to Dolphin. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Oh, that guy's still alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pulls pulls him back under, and now they're fighting in the bloody water, and it's... <laughs> well, they ends up finishing him off with the hose. Oh, well, yeah. The, the steam hose. Yeah, yeah right? the main dude at one point turns the steam hose on Dolph, and Dolph just goes, ah! flying backwards <laughs> sort of comical and dumb oh, um, pretty no I know but it just lo- yeah, it just yeah. looks like someone is you know like a clown with a hose is yeah. just shooting him uh, so yeah he shoves that hose in that dude's mouth and turns it on yep <laughs> I was into See, that guy. Like every fight scene has like the one or two little moments in it that you haven't seen in other movies. It's there's yeah. always a little something where it's like, oh, all right, great, okay, cool. Yeah, and then they just kind of get away again. Yeah. They just run out. Like, no real resolution to this fight. Yeah. No. Let's just get out of here. Yeah, yeah, and they get outside, and, <laughs> and Brandon Lee just goes, this is going to sound weird coming from a cop, <laughs> Let's get the fuck but out we better here. get the fuck out of here. Because, <laughs> like, cops are LAPDs yeah, they, driving up, sirens blazing. Yeah. Well, that seems to be, like, their MO everywhere they go. Yeah. Is, is they should probably get the fuck out of there before the cops show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you know, these guys have no supervision. They're, they they never ever report in at nope. any moment. There's, it's no just, there's one detective that talks to him. Yeah. When uh, when the yakuza guy kills himself, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. There's no chief. There's no. Apparently, there was a. The scene, mayor's got my ass. Yeah. And <laughs> apparently, there was a scene cut from the beginning of the movie where mm-hmm. um, Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah, Louis Gossett Jr. <laughs> comes in and chews out uh, Dolph Lundgren. Uh huh. Nah. Really? Cut. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not Louis Gossett. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the captain does chew yeah. oh. him out for leaving. I can't, a trail why would you of cut that? That's you need that. I, they, I don't. It's they weird. brought in an it's editor like after were, the movie was already edited. Yeah. The, and the story is Warner Brothers just thought it was too long and and wasn't fast paced. Yeah, so, so, so they cut it to an hour and eighteen minutes. Yeah, that's, which is weird. But you can leave the scene in of the police captain chewing out the guy. I know. Oh well. But it basically comes like so. The way the movie ends up is it feels like everywhere they go, they just get into a huge fight. Yeah. Because there's no transitionary yeah, stuff. And really. it's just like scene over. Yeah. So. Yeah. But so what happens is they go back to the house to get Tia Carrera and they're like, we got to get the hell out of town. Mm-hmm. And so they so, go to Dolph's second home. His Okinawa. Dolph's Okinawa <laughs> mountain retreat where yeah. he's. He's built like a paper house. Yeah. And, and Tia Carrera's like, this place is nice. And he's like, yeah, I built it. Yeah, I built it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hum- humble brag. <laughs> yes. I, I just, like, who says that? Like, Dolph fucking Dolph Lundgren? Lundgren? <laughs> who, yeah. Who stakes out a place in the mountains and builds a fucking house? Hey, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. 
You know he just claimed the land, too. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what? He just, yeah. he just Mine, built on he it. He just threw his Dolph flag into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> mine. Planted his Dolph balls, and yeah. this is mine. Got an 18-hole yeah. course for his Dolph balls. <laughs> yeah. tried, and to this take, is... tried to take it from me. <laughs> and this is where they decide, like, okay, we're going to just stay here. We're going to lay low. And, you know, Dolph does the whole, we'll each have our own room. Yeah. And Brandon Lee's like, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh. He, yeah, he seems disappointed. We're not sure if it's because Tia Carrera is going in a different room or because Dolph is going in a it's different room. It's because Dolph is going. It, it, it's it's fairly obvious at this point to people watching the movie. I don't <laughs> think it was intentional. I think in a way that Nightmare on Elm Street 2 was not intended to be the the gay Nightmare on Elm Street. The, the friendship between Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren in this movie is is odd. It it's it sort of goes beyond a high-fiving relationship. It's like... They are one step away from just making out and sweet saxophone music playing on the soundtrack. Yes. That'd be great if Gary Busey had shown up playing sweet saxophone music for him. Yes. Well, yes. what happens is is that uh, Dolph just decides to go out to the hot, the hot tub. The hot tub. Hot tub. Hot tub. And uh, Tira... Which is literally just a tub. Yeah, really. Just a tiny basin hot water <laughs> that he's in. And Tia Carrera comes out and Tia she's Tia Carrera like, and Tia Carrera's body does Right. Because oh, yeah. It was like a three-way for Dolph. Yeah, because Tia Carrera <laughs> says, close your eyes, and then it cuts to Tia Carrera's body double who takes off her robe and gets in the tub. Who's in great shape. Yeah, that chick was stacked. She was... She worked out. She worked out. Tia Carrera did not. Girl, look at that body. So they get in the the Dolph pool, and then they... They have a bonding moment. Yeah, but then instantly cut to dolphin bed and dolphin bed. <laughs> yes, a bed made a of bed dolphins. Of, of dolph in it. <laughs> and then Tia Carrera comes in. And she's like, "Oh, I'm scared. I can't sleep with you." And I'll stay to my side. There's like for three. Yeah, seconds. there's like three seconds of I'll stay on my side, and then instantly it's sex, it's hand touches. Yeah, and it's like, oh, it's on. And then we get to see Tia Carrera's body double again. Yeah. Right. She she rides him uh, for about seven they, seconds. Yeah. And, it was and about the same time I just as a love rodeo. how they film yeah. it though because it's only either Tia Carrera from the neck up, right, or Tia Carrera from the neck down. Yeah, and just cra- <laughs> only they've given the stunt double the crazy like black fright wig that looks nothing like Tia Carrera's hair. It's yeah. just like it's like a <laughs> Megadeth wig or something. It's just crazy. But for like this ten second sex scene or whatever, and the sweet you know sexy music is playing we figured that would be brandon lee in the corner just making the, the, the it's the best he could do is just get in there and, and play you know the sex music but but, but then he like just likes to watch yeah but then like shit goes down or something and well they they fuck and then like two seconds later <laughs> everybody shows up like, yeah all the yakuza guys other than Yoshida. Well, like, Dolph just everyone sort of, like, else goes out to talk to brandon lee no he senses it he's laying in bed and he's like Oh, uh, yeah, he gets the scent. He's like, something's not right. And Brandon Lee's already like, by he's the like, door yeah, they're with a shotgun. He's like, yeah, I don't yeah. know how many there are, but there's a lot of them. But they have that moment where they could just like, oh, she's in there. She was staying with me and Brandon Lee. He's just like, oh, yeah, I knew that. great. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> which one are you jealous of? <laughs> so Which yeah, but, one but do you think? Does he uh, even say anything at that point? Or does he just kind of give like the eye roll and, and just. That's when they the, start suiting up. You know, loading guns, and, yeah. and Dolph opens his gun cabinet of crossbows. And <laughs> well, yeah, well, he's got like a like little hatchet thing. Yeah. Like they're like throwing knives, but they yeah. got handles on, and uh, but basically, and he's, just, he's, and just he's just loading up. He's just and he's he, and he's just standing there in like boxer briefs. Yeah, shorts, that's it. Yeah. Little and, black and shorts. shoes, which basically is his outfit for most of the remainder of the movie. <laughs> uh, 
yeah. and and so and they have that they have that moment between them like before the dudes start breaking into the house yep where <laughs> this where? this pretty much cements my theory here because brandon lee is basically like dude if we don't make it out of this alive i just want you to know <laughs> you've got the biggest dick i've ever seen or something like that you've got the yeah. biggest dick no, that's I've, exactly I've ever seen on a man yeah on a man which is a weird thing to say. Like he says, uh, as a on a white looking in the, <laughs> looking in the they trivia. edited it down. He said, "You've got the biggest dick I've ever seen for a white man." And they thought this would be better. And they edited it down to just on just any on man. a man. Yep. So what? <laughs> he, maybe he's comparing him to horses. I don't know. I mean, this is beyond standard buddy cop movie compliments here. I mean, this is. But I'm. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, it's just like really sweet weird. cock, bro. And you know, now let's go kick <laughs> yeah. some ass for America. <laughs> yeah, hey, dude. And, and Dolph is just <laughs> like, and, yeah. And Dolph's just like, thanks. He's, he's like uh, smiles, like, yeah, I know, it's pretty sweet. You were, you were just pointing out how this movie, scene by scene, introduces something you've never seen in another movie. I guarantee you've never heard a line like that in another movie, or nope. been no. in a situation like that. No. I've so never heard go. of a situation yeah. like that. Exactly. Uh-uh. And uh-uh. Dolph's like, thanks. And then his response is to start throwing weapons <laughs> well, it's like, and just murdering people. Well, like, dude will jump out from a window like, yaha! And dude will just, it, it, Dolph will just throw Star at him. And he Get goes it in the flying forehead, out through yeah. the paper window. Mm-hmm. And then another dude jumps out like, ha-ha! And then Dolph throws the thing at him. And that continues on for a while. And then... Yeah, and Brandon Lee doesn't even really kill anybody. No, and he's, then he's just, just crouched like, down. And, that's like a video game, man. Yeah, you defeated the first wave. Yeah, and then you hear Tia Carrere screaming. He's oh, like, no. and Dolph's like, I guess it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, because all, of her. Yeah, good job. Don't kill anybody anymore. And they all go outside, and dude burns their house down. <laughs> yeah, because are dicks, yeah, man. They, they burned down his. They burned down his house. He built him, and now he's going to rebuild that house. Yep. How it's long did land. it take Dolph to build that paper house? Three days. Maybe. Yeah, just yeah. a roll of craft paper and some sticks. <laughs> it was just giant now, origami. Yeah. Now Dolph has to wait until Labor Day weekend before he can get back out yeah, there. He needs a three-day holiday. <laughs> to build that stupid thing. But the great thing is, like, when they're burning down the house, each of the three heroes has the moment where they turn to the burning house and give, like, a squinty look, like, oh, the house is burning down. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the point where you're just like, Dolph is so going to murder Dolph's going to murder Yoshida everyone. Somehow. Mm-hmm. You have burned his house down. Yeah. So then they take him and they torture him mm-hmm. oh, they, with electrolysis. They put him the on a rack. They've got yes. the little needles. Yeah. Well, it looks like electrolysis needles. They've Different. got um, acupuncture needles yeah. stuck yeah. in them. Yeah. And, and, they, and whatever a bunch the of electrodes is. and shit. Yeah, and up. the electricity expert is there. And yeah. it, it, the thing looks I like, like about, a crazy Japanese wizard. Right. And <laughs> I think he's played that character before. Um, no man's just a crazy wizard. The thing about him, though, is that whenever he's ready to turn the knob on, he like <laughs> he like gives a shout, like ah, and then turns it on. You know, he doesn't get to do that very often. No, I know he's very thrilled to, to get his job done. But some people thing just is, enjoy their job. Yeah. yeah, but like they'll shock the two of them, and then like. Instantly, Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren are just, like, insulting the dudes who yeah. are doing it. But kind of crying at the same time, which I appreciate it. Yeah. they're, like, they're trying to tough it out, but, like, <laughs> Brandon Lee's trying to be tough, and he's like, you know, you gotta marinate as in between these rounds of cooking. <laughs> and Dolph's just like, oh, yes! <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers! <laughs> and they're, like, laughing and crying and screaming yeah. in pain at the same time. So then they do... Again, the idiotic bond thing, which is basically like, electricity dude, take care of them. Yeah, and Sheeta goes, I'm going to go watch from my car. <laughs> in the back seat. So, it's just to show off that he yeah. had a TV in his car. Because sure. dude basically just like, circuit. turns it on mm-hmm. full blast and yeah. leaves it running. 
And this is when Dolph gets the strength to sort of break out of one of his cuffs Mm -hmm. and just grabs the dude and makes like a circuit. Yeah, he goes, I (laughs) hope this works. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he actually says that. (laughs) He shoves the guy's face into the middle. It's either going to be really good or really bad, something like that. And then one of them... And fries that, and then Yoshida's like, oh, for God's sake. Well, he fries that dude, and Dolph says, well done. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. God, there are some <laughs> terrible one-liners in this movie. That was not one of them, but man, some of them. But yeah, so he yeah. he fries them, and that's and then well, they, he tells them like we all we're all we're out of here now, except leave the cops car. Right. Well, and he we, goes, everybody hide. Yeah. But yeah. Leave the cop car behind. Right. And so I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Is and one dude like moves it two feet and then gets and out then runs and away. runs away. We're like, what was that? And then they run and jump in the car, and instantly, dude with forklift shows up and lifts them up. Which was a kind of a great plan. Yeah, it were I, it would have worked if they weren't idiots. Right. <laughs> if they had just they crushed the damn bond car. It. They wanted to do yeah. the fucking James Bond thing again. Because they established before that they just crushed this dude into... They just pulverized this dude in his car, which they should have done to, to Dolph and Brandon Lee, but they, they put him in and just crushed the car just the, from crushed, the hood to the yeah. door... And they're still alive in it. So then what they decide to do is take the car out and put it on the conveyor belt up to the super metal grindy thing that turns cars into, you know, yeah. heavy metal sushi, like the guy says. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that gives them plenty of time to just Kick basically their muscle out. their way to rebuild the car and mm-hmm. get enough room to get out before they get grinded up. Again, just... And they sneak out. Super villain dumb move. Yeah, well, and they sneak and they're like hiding on the other side of the thing and... Dolph suddenly got a shirt. Yeah. yeah. He, he had <laughs> one of his shirt before, but then, the then Brandon Lee, Brandon Lee's just on. like, let's go get him. Yeah. And then he's like, no, nah, let's nah. enjoy being dead for a few days or something like that. And then they, all this is, is basically yeah. to give Dolph a training montage. Just Dolph. There is yeah. no Brandon Lee in sight of this training montage. It is just Dolph fucking shit up at an undisclosed yeah. location. <laughs> Kicking a heavy bag off of its thing. Yeah. And Slicing random things with swords. I, yep. and I got the the idea that like, they not a lot of time passed. Because like, they, they it, cut to it, it Tia like, and she's wearing the same thing. Everybody's wearing the same thing. They're just now yeah, they're in the I think it was less factory. than half a day. Yeah. I honestly think it was less than half a day. Because all, all that really happened was Dolph went and put on a ridiculous outfit. Yes. <laughs> Crazy Japanese outfit with giant shoulder pads and Yo, huge he, MC Hammer pants. Yep. And it's just like, yep. dude, what are you wearing? <laughs> That's how they established that he is a modern day samurai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you didn't looks, get that? I got it. It just looked dumb. <laughs> it did. It yeah. looked amazing. I mean, to the point where Dolph, like halfway through the finale of this movie, is just taking that shit off. Yeah, it's like, but he still gets on the the giant flare pants. pants, Yeah, (laughs) yep. But so then they they hijack one of the trucks, one of the beer trucks that's as it's leaving. Suddenly, Dolph is running along in his samurai outfit and hops on the back of the car. (laughs) And they and they check the dude out. Yeah. Well, they greet the dude first. He's like, "Hey, (laughs) what? Oh, (laughs) throw him out. Throw him out." So they turn the truck around and they're like, all right, let's do this. So they barrel through the gate and then barrel through the wall. Which of, is great. Well, they hit a car on the way factory. in. Yeah. And so, it, it ramps them enough yeah. so that. But the car also comes through like at a 45 degree angle. Yeah. Because it hits another car. It gets yeah. all wonky. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So this gets them inside. And of course, all the people that have been meeting with the Yakuza guys are like, oh, fuck this. We're out of here. This is crazy. There's cops. Right. They just smashed through the wall. Didn't you see that? Yeah. That's when Brandon Lee gets out of the truck and does that cool little slide thing down the hood. Oh, yeah. Busts out his gun and just starts shooting. And that that's another shootout where the heroes are just walking out in the open. Yeah. And 
50 dudes are popping up, yeah, just firing Uzis and shit It's not quite a foundry, but a beer... A, a beer brewery. slash a meth brewery is pretty cool. It's brewery, a brewery where they're making meth. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which we yeah. And eventually they split up where Dolph's going after Yoshida and Tia Carrere. And mm-hmm. Brandon Lee goes after the other dude who's henchman like the lead guy. henchman who's been kind of a pain in the ass throughout. But yeah. he's been kind of nondescript thus far. Yeah. Just he's the bald one. So that, you kind of recognize him. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the Asian bald one. He's brother. the same <laughs> dude who was the henchman in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yes. They have a pretty good fight. Yeah, like the guy breaks off a pipe. On yeah. the, they're on like, sca- well, they're like on railing and he it, breaks off a pipe. He distracts and, Brandon Lee in just the dumbest way possible. The guy runs out of bullets and throws his gun over the railing. And for some reason, Brandon Lee watches the gun go over the railing and that gives the guy a chance to punch well, him in Brandon the face. Brandon Lee says, I'm going to arrest you now. Yeah. Oh, Brandon Lee's all about playing by the rules. Uh, yeah, Still. sure. After crashing through the side of a hey, man, building. Until Dolph about 30 seconds from now. Because, <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> because he, they have this pretty good fight where it's like pipes and shit and throwing mm-hmm. each other around and eventually he throws the dude into one of the meth tanks. Well, yeah, well, he's reading him his Miranda rights as he's, as he's like punching him, him in the face. Like, you stuff. have the right to read Simon. Punch. You have the right to an attorney. Punch. And he throws him over the railing into this meth thing and pulls out a lighter. It's like, you also have the, the right to die or something yep, dumb like that's that. That's exactly what he does. <laughs> you have the right to die. And he throws the lighter into this pool and not only does that explode, but Every Everything container else. in the Every room explodes. Blows. It's like, whoa. <laughs> you just killed yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, so you don't know. Don't breathe the fumes <laughs> that you've just let off. Yeah. And meanwhile, Dolph has gone up on the roof. Sure. And is chasing them down. And then what happened? Like, how does he get separated from them? Does he just get in a fight with some dudes? And they, they- He does that weird thing where he comes around the corner and, and um, Yoshido's got a... Like the the trail of gasoline and tea oh, that's right. Tied yeah, he's up. tied her to a barrel you know? or, or a, a, an actual like gas, gas, pump. gas pump. Yeah. yeah, and then like he's threatening to light it, and he does. And Dolph gets her free the last second. They run away from big explosion. Oh my god, Another huge explosion! Just constant explosion. Oh, that was, too. That, well, that was like a chain reaction explosion. Yeah, yeah. there was like barrels, the barrel. in front of it. Yeah. barrels, barrels are shooting, shooting up in the, in the air. air. And awesome. Yeah, but then he's like very good explosion. He basically just throws Tia Carrera to to Brandon Lee. He's like, take care of her. I'm going after him, and he's like, go get him, samurai. Something like that, and he rips off his shirt at yeah, that yeah. point. His and then he goes running around the, the corner, pads. and of course it's like the middle of a, a parade. You it's know, like little it, Tokyo parade time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, they got the dragons and the fireworks and everything. and Samurais on horses and yeah. just, you know. Mm. They, he, and, shoot, he shoots and Dolph. And shoots him in the chest. Yeah. In the chest. And Dolph's like, ah. Yeah, and Brandon Lee's like, oh, it went straight through. You're good. Yeah. But like the, where they put it in the makeup is like, that was not his shoulder. That was no. like that's r- like dangerously no close lung. to your heart. His yeah. lung is it's, gone. it's at least a lung, if yeah. not part of the heart. And they keep showing his back. There's no exit wound. That no. bullet yeah. is still rattling around inside <laughs> you somewhere. Like if he had gotten punched, the bullet would have exploded again. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he'll get like the Iron Man heart. To keep him alive. Amazing. Anyway. Yeah. But so, so Dolph's just like, go ahead, shoot me. You have no honor. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, well, uh, sure you. You, you, so, you found my one weakness. Steal. <laughs> they steal the samurai swords from the guys on the horses in yeah. the parade. And I'm like, yeah. they're just assuming those are real swords. <laughs> and really? they shouldn't have been. Well, like, even, if, like, even if they're, I mean, if they're not replicas, they're, they're not sharp. They're not sharp. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's no reason come for on. these dudes you on can't horses. You cut butter with those <laughs> no, things. No. But so they, but they have a fight. Yeah. They get, in a, it's a decent fight. Yeah. I mean. All the fights in this are pretty well filmed because it's yeah. the older yeah. style where they keep the camera back and they mm-hmm. actually have people who 
know how to fake taking a punch. Yeah, or they do a good job. And this, and this fight is this pretty stuff. good. And Dolph's getting his ass kicked and slashed all to hell. Oh and, yeah, I like how the the uh, the parade crowd is reacting to this now though. They're kind oh, of basically like, becomes like, ooh, fight. Oh shit! Yeah, they're kind of well, like they're kind of trying to help, like push them back up and pick them back mm-hmm. up when they yeah. go off to the sides and yeah. like. They're kind of oohing and on when somebody gets slashed, and <laughs> they're like, "Ooh!" But they're also kind of like they all kind of have that look on their face, like this is the best damn parade ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they're kind of really what's acting. going on too. They all know yeah. that this guy's the the big bad boss yeah. guy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, and they all know. They Please all know save Dolph. us, giant German man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Swedish. But Come on. the the ever. eventual eventuality of this duel is is that he ends up. Thing he in ends up he ends up stabbing Yoshida well, in the nothing in the, is Yoshida worse. knocks his sword away, right? Yeah. And he ends up like kicking Yoshida's sword away from him, mm-hmm. right? And he ends up getting the upper hand with the sword, right? right. And then you basically like and stabs yeah, him right in the him center right to the gut, yeah. and, and you're like, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. So he stabbed the dude, good. And then you kind of notice behind him that there's this, this float, and he picks him up, sword <laughs> through him sword and all. all. And stabs him onto this wooden he, no, wheel. No, throws him. No, throws he him. throws him. Throws yes. him through the air. Bullseye. Yeah. Bullseye onto this. <laughs> right onto, onto this. the middle of the wheel. Yeah. Which then, I was like, sweet. That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Okay. And then. And then. <laughs> and then the fireworks, fireworks start. Kicking. So the wheel starts spinning. <laughs> with the fireworks going off. <laughs> and then. With Yoshida impaled on yeah, it. And then I was like, well, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. And then. <laughs> just keeps going. Faster. And uh-huh. then. <laughs> The whole fucking thing explodes for no yep. reason. Kaboom! <laughs> well, I just love when they have it flipping. The body is like smacking yeah. the ground and yeah. just flopping around on this thing. Totally. That is the best villain death that has ever happened on screen. <laughs> well, he's totally unnecessary for the end of the movie. Like, just getting their, his parents' honor back by stabbing the dude. I mean, that's it. That's all it needed. But it was like, okay, pick him up and throw him onto the thing. Okay, that's an extra little insult. That's great. Oh, now it's spinning because the fireworks went off. Okay, that's, you know, hilarious. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Nope. Kaboom. <laughs> just roast him. Yep. And then cops show up. Credits. Yep. Yeah. Just basically. It's, it's yeah, let's our go get favorite a ending ever, <laughs> aside from a freeze frame on something, mm-hmm. is them just walking Pull down back the street crane shot, and crane shot. And <laughs> cops, the cops show up. up. Roll credits. Wow. Okay. Now we've talked plenty of on this, so let's get our ratings going. Okay. <sighs> I'm going four jocks. It's not quite a fiver because not all the humor hits. And we didn't mention it, but the sound drove me crazy. Yeah, the sound mix is I'm, not I usually, The ADR and I the usually, Foley are pretty bad. Yeah, I usually don't care about how guns sound in movies because I'm not like like these guys where it's like they know what gun it is and how it should sound on that. But to me, like when he's shooting in the house when he's rescuing her. Yeah. When he shoots. Like, the- I thought he's, his weapon was silenced. Yeah. It was so. Yeah. It's a low in the mix. Like it's a forty-four mag Desert Eagle. That motherfucker should be going off. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like bang. Yeah, but bang, the, the whole sound mix and yeah. bang. But there's still so much. I mean, bang. the way Yoshida dies yeah. is awesome. We yeah. didn't even mention when he goes Incredible. in the house and he actually punches a guy through a door and oh, rips yeah. him through the door and yeah. chucks him uh, yes. away. I mean, yeah. There, that's what I'm saying. There's every so every much good action stuff. scene in this movie has an extra little something to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, most of it is standard, well-done action scene, but then every once in a while, Dolph will reach through a door and pull someone out and stab them, you know? Yeah. But to me, it's a lot like Bulletproof, where it's just there's that little something missing that I want to be there, and it just isn't quite there. And there's so much awesome stuff in between all that. Yeah. But it's like I want something in between that keeps it all together. Yeah. And that's why I'm going, I mean, but four, obviously oh, four, this that's... movie's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. 
And I will go ahead and say that Dolph continues through, and I'm giving it a five. Oh. Uh, because unlike Bulletproof, Bulletproof's ending was kind of weak and no budget, and mm-hmm. it was like tanks shooting off Roman candles at the yeah. end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was an amazing ending. And both on, you know, the two main people, the way they died is enough to shoot it up. Because, I mean, I, I was like sitting at a three. I'm like, I'm three, maybe four. You know, yeah. And then like that ending happened. I was like, done. Yeah. It, it's a five. Mm-hmm. Um, I like every little weird touch, like the, the, the bonus things you were saying in the fights, like mm-hmm. the things that are unique and everything. And I don't know what kind of relationship they have, but it's funny to me, the Brandon Lee. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren thing, and that line is hilarious to me, and I don't understand any kind of context that that makes sense. It doesn't. I don't care. It's, even The edited version makes even less sense. It does. It does. Yep. Neither one of them were ever going to make sense. No, so but I just, one made a tiny bit more sense than the other. I don't care. I, uh, I hope that one day I can meet Dolph Lundgren and ask him about that line. Sure. You can't meet Brandon I, I Lee. I would love yeah. for you to ask Dolph Lundgren about that line. <laughs> Hey Dolph, <laughs> I got one question for. I can only get one question. One okay, question. I got. All right, all right yeah. I got it. Comic Con panel. Right, I got like, my one question. Dolph, I got a question. You tiptoe around up to it, but you know you still no. got to ask it. No, 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 just come right up. It's showdown in Little Tokyo. It depends it's, on you. It depends on the distance between you and him. I guarantee you. If if it's a panel situation yeah. and you're on the audience, sure, you can be a little emboldened. But, yeah. if, but if you're, you're like just, at his table getting an autograph, if you walk up and you find Dolph Lundgren in a bar, you're not going to be like. Dude, so what's up with the big dick line? <laughs> I guarantee you that's not happening. <laughs> I will bet that five thousand dollars that that guy put on that you would that you would not do that. <laughs> but wouldn't that be an awesome way to die? <laughs> I gotta admit that would be pretty cool. Dolph Lundgren punched me to death for asking about the big dick line and showdown in Little Tokyo. Only if you put that on your tombstone. <laughs> punched to death by Dolph Lundgren for asking about the big dick line. And also pepperoni. <laughs> Hey. Uh, <laughs> okay. Some goddamn ratings the rest of you. Anyway, yeah. um, I was I was really sort of sitting at a three the whole time, and then that ending happened, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's an extra jocks right there." So four, four for me. I'm at a very, very, very high four. Yeah, it's it's hard in some ways to not give this a five, mm-hmm. but there's something about it that just keeps it just shy of five, and. There's it's small things like the little ADR weird things and the the foley being not right and but it's awfully damn close and yeah. you know Dolph Lundgren once again has delivered a, a masterful yeah. not, masterful not that gem. it would ever in a million years happen could but could you imagine a remaster of this movie done by like Skywalker Sound because like, that's really all it needed I yeah I yeah. mean that would have been like made it a so much better movie well just, and I would like to I see what see got the footage cut. They, they cut I sure. mean yeah because this does feel hacked I mean there are it's just it feels like they movie. go somewhere and get in a fight. Yeah. Like, you don't even know why they're going to most places they're going to. Yeah. I mean, like, the studio regime at that time must have been just crazy. Just like, I I don't care. The, no talking in this movie. Just action, action, action credits. Yes. So, which is fine, but I just pat it out a little bit. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would be interested in Carlo seeing... Carlo wants none of that. I will investigate. This has got to be on the internet somewhere. Okay. Some overseas region three. Give me my seventy eight minutes of yeah. brisk killing. Yeah. <laughs> I also almost talked for seventy eight minutes yeah. Yeah. this movie. We'll talk more on that in the second <laughs> half coming up next.
everybody, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Second half of this here podcast. Half number two. Hey. Here it comes. It's been a while since we've done a second half. It has. Yeah. Should we go and reveal what we did? We took a week off, but did you know? No. Not Ooh. until right now. Magic. We took a week off from the first half to now? No, we took a... No. Yes. No. We haven't recorded sort of. in a second a half in like a week and a half. Yeah. I know. Two weeks. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Time. We forgot Chuck, how the Chuck will attest to that when we get to his list. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I've Filled the gaps. Harlow and I. Yeah, because we, we didn't hit re- the theatre. Because we couldn't record last week, we couldn't, you know, try to be timely and do this a little bit more advanced. But Mm-mm. we saw no the, way. the amazing Spiderman. Oh, amazing Spider-Man. That's a thing. The story of Ted Spiderman. <laughs> <laughs> he works yeah. in accounting. <laughs> Ted Parker. So, Uh-oh. so. Remember when X-Men First Class came out and everybody was like, oh, man, they're just shitting out an X-Men movie so that they can keep the rights. Yep. And it doesn't revert back to Marvel proper. And uh, Sony was like, hey, if we don't make a Spider-Man movie, we're going to lose the rights. Right. And X-Men First Class came out and it was like, shit, this is actually really damn good, mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not really what I felt about this one at all. This really felt like, hey, let's shit out a movie so we can keep the rights. Really? Yeah. Um, I, the, it's so utterly average to me. I mean, like all the jokes you've been hearing about the average Spider-Man, that's really the case because there's absolutely nothing memorable about this movie to me at all. <laughs> I mean, I just can't think of like a single moment that stuck with me in this, in this movie throughout the whole thing. Really? Yeah. You'd like, you disliked it that much. I, it's not that I disliked it. It was just like, I saw a movie and it was over and okay. You know, it was like, it just... There's the my biggest compliment for the movie is the one thing I liked they didn't do enough. I actually liked the first person Spider Man thing that I thought was going to be atrocious from the trailer, mm-hmm. but it was like over and they did it twice and it was over yeah. so fast that it was like oh well okay I was just kind of like setting my eyes for the 3D to watch that and now it's over. Mm-hmm. And I will say it's the best Stan Lee cameo yes. ever, <laughs> easily. Um, other than that, was he a bus driver? <laughs> no. It's he works in the school in yeah. the high school. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, but yeah, it is like it's that's that's the beginning. It's not one that grinds the movie to a halt. No, at all. Really, it, like actually contributes. It's, I would it's, have to see that to believe it, it. is. <laughs> yep. Like it is probably the funniest part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Actually, <laughs> like it, huh. I, I do not want to give away any of it just yeah. because of how well it works in sure. the movie. But okay. I enjoyed it a lot more than you did, okay. obviously. Uh, I enjoyed the casting much more because I never really liked Tobey Maguire as See, Peter I, Parker, and I really liked this guy. Though I will say, like, all the wisecracking that he does in the commercials is all the wisecracking he does in the movie, yeah. which that was disappointing. And just, it's really weird. It feels like there's a much longer edit of this movie somewhere. Which I and it's is. still a two-hour and 15-minute yeah. movie, but... They develop his relationship, like, the chemistry he has with uh, Emma Stone is really good, Mm -hmm. and, like, that stuff plays off as a natural high school romance that, you know, they're both kind of awkward, but they all, but they kind of, they do that part pretty well, but then all of a sudden it's like, hey, what's your name? Oh, you're Gwen. Okay, nice to meet you. And then the next scene is like, oh my god, you're the love of my life. You know, it's like... (laughs) They missed all those steps in between, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of stuff like Flash Thompson, who's, you know, the big bully in the beginning. They have one scene, and then all of a sudden, they're like best friends later, and it's kind of like, you didn't earn that. Like, that doesn't just happen. It 
there's lo- there's just a lot of stuff like that where mm-hmm. it's because I I like how they did his fights when when Spider Man fights. I like that they used his webs much more in a way like the comics do, mm-hmm. where it's like okay, I'm gonna shoot the wall and then I'm gonna slide under something. You know, it's the way he moves around the screen in the fights. I thought was really well done. I just thought the lizard looked like crap. Yeah, it's not a good effect. Like just the design of it is just not. There's nothing really appealing about it. It's just kind of dull, you know, and it's one of those where it's like you have a chance to do something fun with it and they just don't. Yeah, it's just, it's strange to me because, I mean, you think about, I know you don't feel as strongly about it as a lot of people do, but like in Spider-Man 2, you're balancing a lot of story there. I mean, you've got the the Dr. Octopus story, you've got the, uh, the second Green Goblin story. And all of that happens in a you know a little bit over two hour movie, mm-hmm. and this is this is like you said it's like a two hour fifteen two hour and twenty minute movie, and it feels like there's just a lot of wasted time. Like I mean, you're you're really not nothing feels overly developed. It just feels like everything just kind of happens, and like when it's over, it was like, well, what did, what exactly did we just spend all that time doing? I, I'm I'm kind of confused. Yeah, there's seeds for good stuff in there. Yeah. It just seems like you only get bits and pieces of it. It doesn't follow through the way it should. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, and I hate that he's, he takes off his mask so much Yeah, over the course of that movie. Yeah. But I mean, I liked, I liked the fact that they tried to play wisecracking Spider-Man a little bit more and, and just him talking more and feeling more natural once he put the suit on. But God damn, I, I like Andrew Garfield and I've actually watched a, a few more of his movies, but when he was playing Peter Parker, he annoyed the fuck out of me. That kid acted like he had goddamn Asperger's the entire movie. It wasn't nervous really? teenager. It was like, yeah, I'm fucking saying weird things. Oh, you know, potato chips. You know, it's just like, it's just like, I mean, he was fucking like all over the place. He was just like a nervous goddamn wreck. And it was like, the hell? I didn't see that. But at it, all. Wasn't, it wasn't even like, it wasn't, it wasn't even nervous. It. it was like, he was just fucking weird. Like when he, the whole dinner scene, like I, I get that he was like trying to defend his honor without saying mm-hmm. anything to the dad. You know, I mean, this, this is all played out in the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away, but I mean, <laughs> everything in the movie yeah, is played well, out. But in I mean, trailers. it's like, it's, it's just like, I don't know. It's just like the whole movie. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, seriously, like, well, how, how much caffeine are you on? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, he was just annoying me a lot. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't see that at all. I really liked his performance. Okay. I mean, I understand the awkwardness stuff. Like when he's first talking to Gwen Stacy and like, not sure how to ask her out. Cause yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, I know it's weird. Because, I've done it plenty of times. Sure, I know it, friends who have done it plenty of times. It's, it's weird because it's like, it, it doesn't come across as awkward to me. It comes across as like awkward to any social situation, not just girls. Like I, like I can't, I have no idea how to interact with another human being kind of weird thing. And it's like, that's one of the things I didn't understand. It's like in, in the original ones, it's like he had a stable home life, but this one, it was like, I felt like he showed up and like had his, you know, aunt and uncle parents for like a week. And then, like, he'd been living as an orphan. That's how he was, like, coming across to me. It's like he'd been living Mm. as an orphan, and he had no human interaction whatsoever. Mm. Because he just felt awkward to everybody. Like, he was immediately confrontational to aunt and uncle. It was just, I don't know. It was just strange to me. (laughs) I I think this is interesting, because this is pretty much covering the entire debate that I've been reading about this movie up to this point, where it's just people have been wildly disappointed by it. And some people are like, that is the best Spider-Man movie they've ever made. And yeah. I originally said it was the best, but I th- I still like 
the first one better the yeah, more I, I think about it. I, mean, I just I need yeah. to watch the second one again because I I haven't seen it since the theater and I just I was not like I don't I I feel like I'm green capping when I do it, but I just I don't get Drink. why everyone loves Spider Man Two so damn much. Well, it's I'll, all subplot. Yeah. There's no main plot. Doc Ock's thing doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> There's just it's similar to this one actually in that it's like a bunch of little things that don't necessarily tie together the way they should mm. to me, and that's why I don't understand why everyone's like. Oh, Spider-Man 2 was so much better than Spider-Man 1. But I, I mean, I, there's stuff I don't like about Spider-Man 1, obviously. Green Green Goblin's costume, I still don't like. I don't mm-hmm. like that you can't see either of them talking for a lot of their confrontational scenes, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I still think Spider-Man 1 is a really well-paced, really well-put-together movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, I have a lot of issues with Spider-Man 1 and 2. There are both there are scenes in both that I think are absolutely ridiculous. Like this, mm-hmm. the scene- I hate the... Spider-Man Jesus in Spider-Man 2. Oh my god, I yeah hate that scene. Well, sure, but I mean, I hate it. It's the same thing in, in the hate first it. one with where it's obviously like, oh shit, this is after 9-11, we have to tack in this other scene. Yeah. That was like, so that was like, oh my god, you could almost see a, like a hard cut there where it was like, let's, mm. we did these insert shots. But anyway, um, and then the the stupid, like you were saying, where they're having the, the long dialogue on the top of the roof where it's yeah. just mask versus mask and no mouths moving and there's there's dumb things in both of them, but there's so many memorable moments in those two movies. Like mm-hmm. I can't, re- I, I probably won't remember anything about this movie in a month. Like not a single scene. Because and there's like, there's what's little, your Prometheus? It's just it's just kind of <laughs> weird because like I mean there's little things. I mean like Bone Saw. I mean everybody fucking Bone remembers saw. Bone Saw. Is he in it? Yeah. Bone Saw's ready. Yeah. No. You know I mean there's nothing no. like that. There's not you know, there's not that side character. There's no Bruce Campbell doing his funny little thing. There's no cool like i mean there was cool moves in those that like i remember like holy shit okay like the first time i saw spider-man like grab a dude and you know pull him together while you know support mm-hmm. him while kicking it was like holy shit yes finally doing spider-man shit mm-hmm. and we have the budget to do it and there's just like nothing in this to me that was like didn't feel like a uh, farted out movie to keep a license i mean it's well, not, like i say it, it, I that's don't, what it was it's I mean, not to me it's, it's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination it just was so utterly average yeah i just I liked a lot of the stuff that they started in it, mm-hmm. like the stuff with his parents that vanishes after the first sure. 30 minutes. And then there's, but I don't like the way things are leading for sequels already. Yeah. You know, there's, I, there's a lot I, I of have, stuff that like you can't fix. Yeah. I like, do, like I, I have, a, I have undo. a big issue about this that I won't say on, because it's a little bit spoilery, mm-hmm. but um, I, it's to me, it's a huge glaring issue with the first, with this one. Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Okay. And the there's a credit tease that it comes early, so you don't have to stay yeah. for the whole credits. But it's just kind of like what? What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? Like, okay. like it's it's so vague in what it has that it's just yeah. And trust me, this is coming from like two people who have read a lot of Spider-Man comics, and yeah. we're both like, I mean, if you were like me, I'm like, what the shit was that supposed to be teasing? Okay. Yeah. So it was like me at the end of uh, Avengers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, who's that guy? Yeah. yeah. For most people. But I mean, even, but, that, but that was one of those things, like, if you read enough comics, well, shit, okay, you know who that guy is. Yeah. This was like, who's that? So vague. I was like, it might be this. It might be that. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. But okay. I, I just, I enjoyed the action in this one much more than in any of the others, hmm. cool. just because of the way they made Spider-Man move and the way he used, not just his agility, but the web shooters to get himself different places and technology. Yeah, they've increased yeah, the just, ability to do what they probably want. And to I do. saw it in the giant real IMAX 3D, so I don't know if that oh. means Ooh. anything to it. But yeah, the IMAX near us, the actual real mm-hmm. 
you know, four story IMAX screen. They finally have 3D capability there. Super. And since this one was filmed in 3D, I was fine with it. Yep. I did regular ass 3D. Yeah. Non full IMAX. <laughs> Welfare 3D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, That's what we've come to. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot more than you, but, you know, I still, I had issues with it too. Hmm. It's, it's one of those two where the more I think about it, the more certain things bug me. Oh, yeah. And I, I know what issue you're going to talk about. And yeah, I, I have it as well. Okay. So should I read an email uh, or should we let Chuck talk about the three trillion movies he's watched? What do we want to talk about uh, the James Bond movie? Sure. We do have an email pertaining to James Bond. Oh. If you'd like me to read that before we sure. get into uh, sure. You Only Live Twice. Yeah. Yolt. <laughs> Yolt. Yes, right. Yolt. Yolt. If you're a teenager. <laughs> yeah, I got one from Adam. It says, Hail Bamfcast. Hail. 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 <laughs> I've, I've lost count of the times I've remarked that a new James Bond movie is a little like Christmas. Actually, my family and friends are probably tired of it, but I'm anticipating Skyfall as much as, if not more than Mackie. So here's a link to a fun site about, well, the suits of Bond, and it's thesuitsofjamesbond.com. Like hmm. the clothing? Yes. All right. Have I bought some clothes because of stuff that Bond wears? I don't have to answer that. I'm not on trial here. <laughs> Cheerio, Adam. The answer I, is I, yes. I, I won't lie that I looked up his hat, and you can still buy it. Like the from like a, the company that makes it is still in business. Sweet, like his regular hat from yeah, like the like from the Marshall Connery Club. area. Hmm. Yeah. He, yeah, after Connery, they he Connery lost hat. the hat. No more hat. I mean, well, Lazenby, Lazenby, is it Lazenby or Lazenby? Lazenby, Stargrove, Lazenby. It's like yeah. a lozenge. Yeah, it's Lazenby. Yeah, he he gets the hat too, but that was just because they were like eh, put a hat on him. Maybe people think it's Connery. <laughs> yeah, Baron but, hat, but it costs a uh, two hundred pounds, which is sterling. What? It's a nice hat, custom made. Really nice. What hats is the material expensive? it's made of? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Sean Connery's chest hair. <laughs> that is a rare hat. <laughs> is it? I guess. That dude just grows no Sean Connery's chest hair. I mean, there's a lot of it out there, but yeah. still, I know. supposedly shave it about halfway through. You only and live twice, back and then it's instantly. back to the <laughs> That whole plot. Yeah, let's talk about you right, only live twice. So, well, let, let's. Started off, Chuck, you've caught up with us now. Yeah, I'm here. So you are... I'm ready to go. I'm on board. Three of us have watched BJ... I will be catching up. Yeah, I, okay. now that he's back from vacation, mm-hmm. he's he's back on the case. I, and if right. anybody else wants to get caught up, Encore is running all of these things in HD. Yeah. So I've been watching all of the, the, the HD. The Only Live Twice was on tonight, and I was going to wait, but I couldn't. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That's- yeah. So <laughs> You Only Live Twice. Uh-huh. A.K.A. Bond Goes to Japan. Yes. Yes. That's pretty much it. Written by Roald Dahl. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. James Bond and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Yeah. That's what? like, like I had forgotten. And when that came up on the credits, I was like, wow, like yeah. I had the same name. What? And then I, I quickly looked it up <laughs> on my phone. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Roald Dahl. My, my wife made me rewind the credits twice. Like that came up and she was like, wait, go back. And I was like, yeah, yep. it's him. And then she was like, this song is using that Robbie Williams song. I'm like, yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> so. And then she went to sleep. And also it, in Mad Men. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, that was the... She was like, wait, what's the song? And I said, it's the end song from Mad Men. She's like, no, no, no. I was like, yeah. She was like, no, it's that. It's sampled in that Rob Williams song. I was like, uh, uh, So you only, <laughs> had, to re- you only had to rewind twice? Yeah, okay. just twice. Son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for my money, that is the best Bond theme song. It's pretty good. R- really? Did yes. Nancy's, okay. Yep. Nancy Sinatra one. Okay. That song's terrific. All right. It's all right. I still like Thunderball. It's nonsensical as it is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but no, just the symphony, and then there's like that dark bass line that goes through it. I mean, it's really a good, good song. Yeah. It's a good Bond song. That's my favorite. Not my favorite. But yeah. <laughs> still living like You only live twice. Uh huh. Not my favorite. No, no, not my favorite either. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. That would have made an amazing Banff cast movie if it were not a Bond movie. It's that dumb. That has like all, you know, the James Bond. This is like what action movies. If it had been a James from. Bond ripoff. Yeah. But th- this movie, if we had just straight up watched this as a Banff cast movie, this yeah. has all the stupid, crazy shit that we love in Banff cast movies. Mostly stretched out a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's. It was the first time in this, in watching them so, thus far, yeah. that my enjoyment felt ironic. <laughs> like that I was like watching it in a Banffcast manner where it's like, this is so fucking crazy. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. You know, but it's like as a Bond thing, like when you're following up Goldfinger and Thunderball, it's like, okay, this is kind of stupid and goofy. And, you know, I mean, they're putting James Bond in Japanese makeup for no reason. No reason. Waxing None. his chest. No reason whatsoever. So he can pretend to be a fisherman for two minutes. For two minutes. And then he jumps in the water and it's all gone. The hair, yep. the makeup, everything gone. He's just James Bond again. It's the dumbest nonsensical plot line I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just put a Spock wig on Sean Connery. Oh, and that wig. <laughs> like there's... It's just... But their plan... <laughs> Is fucking amazing. It's, it's a ridiculous plan. Spectre has <laughs> built their own rocket to that eat other kidnaps rockets. other rockets in space. I know. And it always that's bothers a, me that people make fun plan. of Moonraker. It's like, Moonraker's so stupid. It's like, have you seen You Only Live Twice? There are rockets eating other rockets and bringing them back to Earth. Yeah. Yo, dog. I heard you like rockets. Though, I will say that music cue that they use during those scenes is yeah. fucking amazing, too. Yeah. The music is, is getting better. I mean, yeah. to the point, I mean, it's really firing on all cylinders See, at this, this point. This is what's strange is I actually really like this one, and not so much, ironically, there are a couple terrible effect shots. Oh, oh it, up to this point, that's honestly, I Jesus. I don't even judge the old ones by effect no, shots. I, I but, but I mean, there there is. I mean, like the boat chase at the very end of Thunderball is yeah. atrocious. Yeah. The sped up mm-hmm. stuff, but yeah, but I mean, there the um there is literally a shot that I think is used at least twice, maybe three times of the helicopter blowing up. It's the same shot. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Where it's just stand, it's just yeah. a helicopter just in place that blows up and then falls straight down. Right, but then there's yeah. always the one behind it. Yeah, that's yeah s- still there. But anyway, I mean, like that aside, and there's like the terrible. There's like almost like hand animation, drawn animation at one point. There was like a weird the volcano. Yeah, it's oh, like this yeah. weird split screen effect where like there's an explosion going on in the background, but there's all this like cartoon lava going yeah. down. Yep. It's like all what right. the like, hell is all, going all on? All of here? that aside, and the, and the stupid side plot of dressing like a Japanese guy. Other than that, like, yeah. I really like this movie. And, um, I just, I mean, like, almost completely un- ironically, I mean, it's like, it has fucking ninjas and they go through, I like, know. showing the ninja training and they rappel into the God, volcano yeah. Yeah, and, I, and shit goes crazy When I was there. At watching it, I actually wrote Chuck because he goes, <laughs> do you have commandos? And he goes, no, we have better ninjas. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, you have an army of goddamn ninjas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here they are. <laughs> but that's that's why I like I don't that's why it bugged me that I didn't love this one because there are so many like the fight he has in the uh, in the office where they're like throwing the couches oh, at God, each other they're fighting that with couches fight, that's fucking amazing that fight is awesome <laughs> it's just that I fight have a couch is now so you have a couch good 
Like there are so many so good things, yeah. but and the poison so, thing, you know, doing the, yeah. the yeah. spread thing. I mean, like, oh, there's so many good things in this. Yeah, there's now there. I mean, there's a lot of just padded out crap in this. Just yeah, stretched out talking, and, and that was my issue with the movie is. It's like they made a Bond checklist and like, well, we got to have this and we got to have this and we got to have this. And so they just threw them in and it's like they didn't take another pass at the script to tie them all together and give them reason to link to each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what bugs me about it is it just it feels like thing, 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 thing. And there's not a thread that's pulling all those together. Yeah, and some of the Bond movies do that, and it's one reason that I think Goldfinger is so great is that because like when Goldfinger start to finish is one central thing, whereas most Bond movies are about, it's like, okay, here's this 25-minute plot that will then take him to this next 25-minute plot, which will then take him to this next 25-minute mm-hmm. plot, which all ties together at the end, kind of. Yeah. That's the bulk of these things, which is just like set piece, set piece, set piece. All of them have different enemies slash, you know, now it's the Russians, now it's the Japanese, now it's this. So... I get what you're saying there. It's yeah. it's very segmented. Mm-hmm. And I didn't care for any of the Bond girls in this one at all. Oh, the one barely spoke any freaking English in the beginning. None of them do. Yeah, I, that's, I, yeah the second one was And dumb. that is an issue is it's... I, I'm sick of this process it, it, and I'm just now sort of picking up on it, rewatching these things again of they would just hire someone who looked the part and then it would just be like, well, just dub whatever later. Well, they, they look right. It's in like, the trivia that said this was the last one they did the ADR dubbing. Good. Because like they're using well, the same voices over and over again. Yeah, And what they did with the voices, I mean, it's like, hero, Mr. Bond, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're like yeah. really Japanese stereotyping yeah. it up, which, you know, in the sixties, right. They didn't care. Well, and the it's goofy thing like too, the- for me is that like, at this point, actors from like the pink Panther series and stuff like that have started showing up sometimes more than once, very prominently on camera. And I'm like that. There's no reason to dub that dude. I know he speaks perfect English. I've heard him do it. Mm-hmm. Why are you dubbing him with some other dude's voice and like some cartoon actor's voice? Yeah. It, it, you know, but and- I, you know, I like that finally there was a Blofeld character this thing finally paid itself off yeah of here's guy mm-hmm. but and god i wish he was more imposing i mean i'm i because he's just like a scrawny you know yeah, i mean he's donald t- pleasant but he's just and he looks creepy but he's just a scrawny dude but they never should have had him stand up next to bond because that dude's yeah. tall and you know he's little donald pleasant though so. god there is one scene near the end that is like my favorite thing that i've seen <laughs> thus far in the entire series is it when the cat freaks out it is when the cat <laughs> he's holding the cat and the wall blows up right behind him and that cat <laughs> freaks the fuck out it's almost like it was a puppet it was so just <laughs> like, determined like holy shit holy shit holy shit <laughs> and donald pleasance holy crap that he, cat must have ripped the he fuck out i of mean donald you know pleasance. he had a giant yeah. like that had to be a thick ass chat because they had to know something like that was going to happen because yeah. that cat dug in yeah. and that cat's eyes get three times bigger that's what i'm saying it was like a muppet at that point it yeah, was like but i mean w- w- look at this cat but he's holding it like with <laughs> Let's a, go far. he had to have a death grip on the back yeah. of that cat's head yeah and he just keeps going through the scene never doesn't acknowledge it at I all i know which makes you wonder like was that the first take well it had to be i don't think they could have got yeah no. it had to be one take because they blow that wall the yeah. hell up yeah right they couldn't have done them. that again well the one with the gunshot that the cat leaps out of his arms and hides and behind, hides behind, behind the, the guy one, and dude. then vanishes the you next, never see it again yeah. and well, like in the trivia yeah, it's the like trivia, the cat disappeared for like hit. three days <laughs> it just hit up in the rafters and shit and they were like where's the cat i don't know <laughs> yeah, it hit on set for like yeah. three days it says wow <laughs> yeah man 
But no, but that's like all the goofy Austin Powers stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other, other than Frau Farvacina is right. in <laughs> You Only Live Twice. Yeah, I mean, this is Most the first one where it's like is in there. volcano base and ridiculous plot to do cause, you know, like the mm-hmm. United States and Russia to go into nuclear war and just zany ending of 30 minutes of dudes dropping from the ceiling over yeah. and over and over again and getting shot and stabbed and more dudes drop in. Yeah, and God, that set had to be gigantic. Pinewood Studios, man. They, you just, you look at that and you're like, people built that. I mean, I know it's yeah. a set, but Jesus, look at it. You know? I it's mean, pretty it's, awesome. it's in, you're, I mean, it's got a working like monorail system in it that mm-hmm. it, it looks, a shitty monorail system. It looks no reason. stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. like just walk over to that location, yeah. dude. <laughs> but I mean, like just giant staircases. I don't know where they're going, but just stairs everywhere. I did, and I did the, like the scientists were color coded like uh, from Doctor No. Yeah, again, yeah, uh, yellow and back. red. You know, they had their specific tasks. Mm-hmm. And, yep. Yeah, the red shirts were in trouble. Yeah. Just, yeah, but that. <sighs> So far, that one's at the bottom of my list. I hate to say, I, I still think it's better than Doctor No. I oh, I love Doctor No. <laughs> I do. We're gonna have to just reveal our lists at the end of this to uh, rank these I, things. I, I can letterbox. I got it posted. No, yeah. I mean I know, but I'm just saying by the end, it's gonna be just so wildly different. Oh yeah. So far, like, honestly, I, I can watch Doctor No a thousand times more than uh, any of the ones I've watched. watched. Even Doctor. Goldfinger. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Wow. I I could have watched mm. Thunderbolt over Goldfinger. I like Goldfinger, don't get me wrong, but Thunderball is just more exciting to me for some mm. strange reason. Chuck didn't like Thunderball. Oh, no, it made me sleepy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I like I, Tom Jones, yeah. but... Yeah, I would rank this higher than... From, from Russian Love is still probably my bottom one so far. Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> this was crazy. Like, like that's what's great about the Connery bonds yeah. is everyone they're all so ranks different. them all different. And they're all different. I mean, you know, you, you sort of like looking back, you sort of lump them all together. It's like, okay, Blofeld does this and mm-hmm. dude with cats. It's like, no, none of them are like that. It's yeah, like, they all have their own distinct yeah. flavor really. Yeah. But I wish, I wish Connery hadn't been sick of the role at this point. Cause he does seem bored and just like, not, <laughs> I've read some shitty things about Connery during that time. He was just a dick. Now, granted, he was getting just besieged from all angles about, I mean, like, you know, the paparazzi's bad now, but mm-hmm. Jesus, then they were just like, you know, doing ridiculous things to get a picture of him. Yeah. But so, but it really shows that he was like, I'm done. Yeah. Because he just. He didn't care. Like his, he, he just was so. Well, I just. Not there for the role. Yeah, like, I know. It just really watch, feels like he's just going through the motions. Yeah. You watch Goldfinger and he's just gleeful throughout that whole thing. I mean, just oh, yeah. delivering the lines and just doing all the crazy stuff and. Thunderball, it's a little downhill from there, but you can't really see his expression because he's underwater the entire movie, <laughs> and which kept making me laugh because you keep seeing his expression just in the little scuba mask, and that's all you can see, and it's always like this look of bewilderment. It's just like, ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, because of that, next week on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yay. Yay. Hey, there's still one more Bond to go. Yeah. After that. One more Connery, you mean. He comes yeah, back. yeah, I mean. Everyone else yeah. is not bothered. They're like, here's a pile of money, Sean. Yeah. Please come back and, and not. From what I recall of Diamonds Are Forever, that's kind of how he treated it. It's like, well, you guys are paying me, so here I am. <laughs> yeah. All right. You want me to yeah. do this? Well, whatever. But yeah, I, I'll i be interested to see what I think of on Her Majesty's Secret Service this time around. I'm also Because for a long time, that was my favorite. For a very long time. I would be interested to see if you still think that. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's the also I believe the longest one out of all of them too so great that will have something to do with it I can't wait to catch up yeehaw you should totally catch up it's fun I, to talk about these movies you bro. will be caught up so Chuck tell Yo. us about your plethora of friggin movies 
I watched 19 movies since we last recorded. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk about them all. No, you're not. No. But I'll just throw out some titles. Okay. And if someone wants to uh, talk about one, we can. All right. So here we go. Ready? You guys ready? We are ready. Oh, right. ready. So ready. Do okay. It. Get well, it. I watched Scott Pilgrim. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right. Did you like it? <laughs> I did. I liked Yay! it. Yay! Did you love it? Uh, I you appreciated better. it. Say you love it. I think I will. Say you love it. I think I will love it on repeat. Say Chuck Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> I will love it on repeat viewings. And here's why. Real quick. Love it right now. That movie is so amazingly stylized that that coming into it cold, not realizing what it's going to be, it takes about 20 minutes to settle into what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people reject it in that first 20 minutes. And I didn't. I, I eventually grew to embrace it. And by the end, I was just like, fuck, yeah, that's great. But there was that initial sort of like, OK, well, is this movie going to calm down? No, it's going to ramp up. OK, well, let me get prepare myself for that. I think watching it again, knowing that. I think my opinion of it can only get better. Mm. So, yeah, me, I knew I was in by the time the credits were done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I watched the hangover part two, which if you've seen okay. the hangover, you've seen the hangover part two. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I don't have to see that. Yep. Just beat for beat. Wow. That is the exact same movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. They just changed the location. It is amazing it's how weak that too. screenplay is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy stupid love, which we talked about. It is really good. Surprising. Mm-hmm. It's not what you think it's going to be, but you know, it turns out to be pretty good. Some good jokes. I will uh, continue to let you live for now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is one coming where I'm not going to live? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I watched Taken. Mm-hmm. That was a good ass-kicking ass movie right there. I told you you needed to watch yeah. Taken. Did it take you? It took me. I see what you're doing. I see that you're front-loading all the good ones. It took your heart, didn't it? <laughs> yes. I know you didn't watch them in these orders, in this order. No, I, this I, is it. I get glued. No, so this is exactly on. the order uh-huh, I watched sure them. Is, this, sure this is the order I watched right, them in. Okay. So you like Taken. I did. I liked it a lot. And we didn't oversell you on it. No. I was worried about that. I got worried because I was like, Chuck, you need to watch fucking Taken and no, you need to do I, it immediately. It, that movie was, uh, like I said, it, it, it's like a condensed season of 24. It's just like ticking clock and just guy kicking ass and I got to get my kid and, and, you know, here it is and yep. go. The end. Then I watched Jack and Jill. Oh, Chuck. <laughs> what else Why? did you watch? You're so stupid sometimes. <laughs> Please continue. Okay. Uh, DOA. Dead or Alive, mm-hmm. based on your recommendation. <laughs> I didn't say it was a recommendation. <laughs> no, I know. That movie is goofy as hell. Uh-huh. Uh, it just demands nudity. Yeah, It's constantly shoving boobs and torsos in your face like, you know what? You are one thread away from seeing these boobs. And because it's PG-13, you never will. And that movie would have benefited from nudity because the rest of the movie is <laughs> just flat out dumb. Fighting yeah. gay movies. I, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I watched... Well, I watched is a loose term. I, I had Zookeeper on. <laughs> yeah, oh, you shut man. off after like five minutes. No, no, you? no. I, I, I watched it for 15 minutes and I was like, this is not bad. And then the animals started talking and I was like, oh, this is going to be awful. I knew that was happening, but I didn't, <sighs> I didn't know how bad the dialogue was going to be. <sighs> but, but I stuck around because I could not believe the voice cast of this movie, which was like... Isn't like Nick Nolte? Nick Nolte and Stallone and and Cher and just like Oscar winners providing voices. And I was like, okay, I'm going to just stick with it to listen to these people embarrass themselves. And they did. And that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And after about an hour, I just surfed the web while it was on. I was just like, I would look up every once in a while and he and a gorilla are dancing or something. And I'm just like, fuck that. (laughs) So that was truly terrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I went to see Rock of Ages in the theaters. Oh, so you spent money on that. I did, yes. When it, well, your wife wanted to go, right? Date night, yeah. Took the wife okay. to see Rock of Ages. Um, yeah. it, it's a lot of glee. 
we didn't want glee we wanted not glee and it we was wanted more spinal tap less glee just <sighs> he wanted more grease too and less glee <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh the songs in that movie are performed so standardly they're just like here's how a character is feeling now they're going to sing a song there's nothing interesting going on in the scene or anything like that that was the depressing part because there are two or three songs in the movie where there's something just fucking hilarious going on what like like tom cruise at one point is singing to an ass he's just singing to a chick's ass and then through that they they make love while singing and 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 that scene is interesting um yeah it's a little weird Tom Cruise with the ladies. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. That movie has moments. It, it's okay. almost worth watching. I would say watch it when it comes out on cable or something. But as a whole, it's Glee. I watch Grown Ups because I still firmly believe that Adam Sandler might be funny in there somewhere. He was not funny in Grown Ups. Why do you do that, Chuck? I have what, Jack and Jill and Grown Ups. Yeah, I have cable, dude. Um. Dude. Yeah, that movie was embarrassing. It was just basically like Adam Sandler and his friends hate yourself? go to a water park. Yeah. And uh, not It's be one of those movies where it's an excuse to their, for them to go and hang out. That, that's exactly what it was. It. And and you could sort of... And all of America fucking went to see it. Yeah, and, and they're making a sequel. <laughs> oh, God. Why did you just ruin my week, Chuck? Sorry. Stop it. Sorry. Move on. Uh, I watched Faster, starring The Rock. How was that? Yeah, how is that? I was... <sighs> It was not what I thought it was going to be. It's not necessarily what I wanted it to be, but mm-hmm. it's still a pretty good movie. Okay. It is deathly serious. Like, there is no joy in any of the violence. It's not like, yeah, kick his ass, Rock. It's like, oh, The Rock is mad, and he's going to fuck that dude up. And he just fucked that dude up. Oh, shit. So it's not fun, Rock. It's fun in a way. I mean, the dude's basically a tank in this movie. He's just mm-hmm. charging into places and fucking shit up and turning around and leaving. And it's like, okay, that happened. It's just really well done. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly well done. It's just not, you know, you come out of Fast Five and you're like, I want the rock snarling and dripping with sweat and punching people through walls. And, <laughs> and that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched um, Attack the Block, which I know we've talked about at length before. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good. You know, I couldn't really understand all the dialogue because I have terrible time with accents, but pretty yeah. good. Not not terrific, but pretty good for what it is. Uh, I watched MacGruber. MacGruber. Oh, which was funnier than I expected it to be, but not really a home run either. It's like there's a lot of jokes in that movie and some of them really hit and others really miss. But luckily, you know, you laugh a few times and it turned out to be pretty good. Unknown. Because I was just on a Liam Neeson kick at that point. Yeah. Unknown's pretty good. It's not Taken 2, is it? It's almost It's almost like... Because they sure marketed it like, hey, remember Taken? This is a lot like Taken. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. And also the movie poster is unfortunate because it sort of spoils some shit. Really? It is not Taken 2. It's almost like Taken 0, if that makes sense. Kind of. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's interesting. It, it it's somebody brought his daughter back. <laughs> no, it's pre-daughter. Oh, <laughs> there's there's no daughter. There's January Jones. So oh good. oh good yeah just totally sold being that being movie. bland. No, d- trust me. If if you okay, considering the Is premise of this no, considering the premise of this movie, if you do not like January Jones, you will be happy at the end of this movie, and that is all I will say about that. Okay. All right. And then I watched the core. 
Yay, the core. I saw you were watching that, and I was happy for you. <laughs> Which is... Did you watch the core, or did you rewatch the core? This is the first time I'd seen the core. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how I missed it the first time. I think maybe I was broken up about the space shuttle or something, and Aww. it was during that time. I don't know. I just never watched the core, and... How did you like the core? The movie is just goddamn ridiculous. Is it not? Start to finish, goddamn ridiculous. Throw how any sense out the window as soon as you step into that movie. I, you know, but I can't not watch it. it. It's one of those movies for me, like The Day After Tomorrow, where I recognize that The Day After Tomorrow is one of the stupidest premises I've ever heard, and yet I will watch that movie nonstop. If it's on, I'm like, fuck it. I got to watch The Day After Tomorrow. It's on. I, I know you disagree with me on that. I know I you hate The Day After Tomorrow. Yes. But for me, it's the same type of thing, where it's like, this movie is ludicrous. It is flat out bad. This makes no sense at all. They are digging to the center of the earth, and they reach a pocket of nothing, and they get out and walk around. It's awesome, isn't it? It's dumb. It is so <laughs> dumb. I cannot believe how dumb it is. I mean, like, there was a point where my wife and I were making fun of it, and we just stopped. We were like, I can't make fun of this movie anymore. It's doing it itself. You just, you can't. It's become self-aware. <laughs> it's so bad. So, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. I hope you, like that's me, it, are it, now afflicted it? with... Yeah, that's it, except for the Bond movies, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. You run through the entire gambit. Are you ready to yell at Chuck now? Yeah, what do you Yeah, you've been building this to me all day. What There's something that's not on your list that you clearly put on Git Glue. Okay. What? Uh oh. The Smurfs. Oh, I didn't even finish that. But you, you push play on it. <laughs> I my did. Po- my point being I did. that okay. is an issue. Yes, I did. My point being Okay, go ahead. In this my round since the last you. time we recorded, yeah. you <laughs> attempted or watched Zookeeper. Yeah. Jack and Jill. Yes. Grown Ups. Right. The Smurfs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What else is bad on there? Uh, I don't think you watched DOA. Yeah, DOA. Sure, we'll throw DOA on there. Are you just trying there. to save us from doing these as Bamfcast movies? I like to keep things in perspective. I'm just trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying to get a whole total count here. I mean, I, I would throw Hangover Two on. You probably knew what you were getting, and mostly a wasted time. I, uh, well, Hangover Two, as as redundant as it is, I still laughed. I still thought. The jokes in it were funny. I felt bad that I was laughing at a a recycled plot. Okay. All right. Well, to be safe, we'll say there's five movies there. Okay. If you remember back to our last episode. Oh, Christ. Here it is. <laughs> you may have not seen something that may have possibly been relevant to society as mm-hmm. a whole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Possibly because it's just too long to watch. No. And uh, I have my reasons. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're saving You're it. talking about Lord of the Rings. I know that. Just something. <laughs> anything other than these. Here's Why? the thing. Here's the thing. Around that time, I was like, fantasy, boo, sucks. I can't stand it. So I like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. I was just like, no, fuck it. Never watching these things. Okay. I've come around on that. My, the wife and I plowed through the Harry Potter movies, and, and I that was basically a good experience. I enjoyed them in various degrees. And then we bought the Lord of the Rings Blu-ray set. We just haven't had time. Our weekend hasn't been, let's sit down and watch the Lord of the Rings movies. So I have them. We, they're ready to go. We're just waiting for that marathon yeah, kind of... you can watch seven movies in one day, yeah. you can watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but see, here's, here's the thing. is, is like A lot of these, like on Saturdays when the wife and I are watching movies, it's like she's doing other stuff and not really watching the movie with me. So I'm just watching stuff to get it off the DVR and, and make space and stuff like that. She wants to sit and make time to watch the Lord of the Rings movies again because she hadn't seen like the extended cuts, which is what we have. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I realized that it seemed strange. 
it seems strange that I watched five or six really shitty movies in place of watching good things. However, watching the bad helps me appreciate the good even more. That's why I do it. And like stuff like Zookeeper, it, I swear to God, it was just on. I was like, I'm, I'm going to give it a chance because sometimes this Happy Madison stuff works out. Sometimes it doesn't. It didn't. You know, what? I don't feel like my time was wasted. Okay, I feel like a parent, and we just found like heroin in your room. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like, well, but it wasn't no. mine. It was just a, and no. somebody left it here, and oh, I wasn't yeah. using it. Yeah, and it, it wasn't mine. I was in my car. Learned from watching it. You. I learned these are watching good movies. <laughs> these yeah. are my pants. I, but this, these can drugs in these pants. For are the not record, mine. can I nope. point out that the cast of a bad movie podcast is chastising me for watching bad movies? Can I just point that out for the record? When you haven't seen something, yeah, there's a difference. However, we seek out. Good bad movies. Mm-hmm. I know. Entertaining bad movies. I, I have I have hopes for everything before I see it. Everything. Everything. Really? Yes. But sometimes it's clear in the first five minutes that that's not going to happen. Like with the Smurfs, I was just <laughs> like, okay, I I know what this is. I get it. I, I this is not for me. It's for kids. It's terrible. I, I'm not even going to finish it. Jack and Jill, I stuck through because Al Pacino is fucking hilarious in that movie. That I, it doesn't make any sense to me, but he's fantastic. It's his best performance in the last 10 years. As crazy as that sounds, Al Pacino's best performance in the last decade is in Jack and Jill. Now he's giving us like, you know, no, man, marijuana's growing <laughs> from the earth Fuck. speech. Like, no, it's totally natural, man. Whatever. No, I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, Chuck. <laughs> I think it's just such a high concentration of shit. Yeah. I mean, you, you hit the low point of yeah cinema. like where do you go from here next i week? mean really what are you going to go on a medea marathon is that what's next that will never happen oh oh you had oh, you do have yeah, you go into things with good expectations <laughs> you, you can Chuck. cut that sound bite and put it in the time capsule i'm saying it right now i will never <laughs> go down the tyler perry path well you know ever. we're watching next week right yeah going to jail <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah no no watch ernest goes to jail instead yes Works. I have a special cut where they're together. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, they're sharing a cell. Oh, it's a master, it's a masterpiece. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Look, yep. I apologize. And also, it's, it's Big Mama will be in there as well in the big house. Oh, big Mama's big, 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 big house. house. <laughs> Ernest and Medea go to uh, Ernest and Medea go dude, to Big Mama's dude's house. Dude's in an old lady fat, lady, fat I, I, suit. I'm going to say right now, I should probably cut that from the podcast because we could write that in 30 minutes <laughs> and make. We just have to cut Millions. it together. We don't even have no, to. It'll be Big like Mama's the, Big House. We could write that right now. It'll be oh. like the Avengers of Dude in a Fat Lady Suit. <laughs> oh, movies. wait a minute. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We got to throw Mrs. Doubtfire Norbit in there. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. But no, Chuck, I do, I do see what you mean about how keeping yourself in perspective. Yeah. Which is obviously why we do the second half of this. Yeah. I mean, basically, I'm I'm watching these things, hoping for something good that I can take away from it. If not, I've seen it. I can I cannot shit on a movie that I haven't seen. No. I, I confirm my suspicions. Basically, I suspect most of these Adam Sandler movies are going to suck. Guess what? They do. I'm glad you get them on cable for free. Yeah, I mean, I'm not paying for any of this stuff. Technically, okay. I am, but <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Not directly paying yeah. for it. Okay. okay, fair enough. So, speaking of free things. Contact information, BJ. Oh, that's what you wanted. Oh, why didn't you say so? Check us out on the website at www.bmfcast.com. Email us at bmf at bmfcast.com. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast. Check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash bmfcast. Or send us messages to at bmfcast. Also, check us out on iTunes. Search for Bad Movie Fiends Podcast where you can review, rate, and subscribe. And uh, you can get your 
Bamcast fix delivered automatically to your iPod or iPhone or iThing. Your eyes. Yes. Also, you can check us out on Stitcher, which is an app for all of your relevant mobile devices that will deliver our glory streaming wirelessly into your ear holes through mm. the magic of telephony and internets. Mm. And then finally, the most important thing that you can ever do in your life, give us a call on the BMF cast hotline, the Garfield phone, 910-5-JOX-BMF or 910-556-9263. Save us in your phone. Call us. As some people have done. Yes. Yes. Use a picture of Barry Bostwick. <laughs> <laughs> or anybody for that matter. Sure. Whoever you like. Or Garfield. Or or James Garfield. Dolph Lundgren. Or Dolph Lundgren. Shirtless. So many things. Or Andrew or Steve Garfield. Steve Armstrong. Yes. Use a picture of Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Any Garfield you feel like. would <laughs> <laughs> be. This is a pretty good Garfield problem. Sure. Yeah. Use President All right. Garfield. President Garfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah. started there. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Jesus. I've been uh, talking too long. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Out.